Blog Talk Radio. Peggy and Manisi, your hosts of Sandra Love One Send Us. We have a live show every Tuesday night from 7 to 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, but the show is also worldwide and available on Skype. We're calling in at 1-347-838-9201. I have a question for you all. Do you believe when we die that we cease to exist? Do you believe that heaven is for real? Do you believe that our loved ones are always around us? Do you get signs like pennies or feathers or butterflies? rainbows. There's so many ways that our loved ones come through and my show sets out to show you. Uh, We have many intuitive meetings on the show and special guests and we give readings and hopefully bringing your loved ones through. So stay tuned for our guest tonight. Thank you. Good evening once again. This is Peggy Amanese. I'm a best-selling author on Amazon of the book Rainbows, Butterflies, and One Last Hug. And if you read my bio, I've lost many close to me, including two of my children. And um, I try to help people through the grieving process because I've been there and know what it feels like, not just through a book, but living it firsthand. And uh, tonight, that's what our show's about. We've done a few shows on it before, but I'm going to um, read you something about the – it's called Beware of the Five Stages of Grief, which – You can't always go by that, but I'm going to read you what they say about it, and then we'll be taking questions from um, our audience. 
Okay, there's a few concepts that have insinuated themselves into the popular culture as thoroughly as the so-called five stages of grief, which are denial, anger, bargaining, depression, acceptance. We've heard it from professionals in all areas of the healthcare system who should know better, right? As well as from lay persons of all ages and who shouldn't. There is even a lengthy comedy routine about it by Dustin Hoffman playing Lenny Bruce in the movie Lenny. The time has come to ditch as the concept has done more harm than good. So that's what we're going to do tonight. There are three common myths about the five stages, and this can apply to not just death, but loss of jobs, loss of a you know uh, partner, loss of a home, many things in life. So these are the these are the so-called stages. Number one, <clears throat> the five stages of grief were defined by Elizabeth Kubler Ross in her book on death and dying, Macmillan Publishing, 1969. She presents five stages terminally ill persons may go through upon learning of their terminal illnesses. She presents them as an attempt to summarize what we have learned from our dying patients in terms of coping mechanisms in the time of terminal illness. These stages are not originally the five stages of grief, but better. The five stages of, of receiving catastrophic news. Over the next 28 years, healthcare professionals, clergy, nurses, doctors, caregivers, students, and other readers of the book somehow mutated the stages into the five stages of grief. Number two, the five stages define the process a bereaved person must go through in order to resolve the grief. Grief is complicated, multidimensional, individual process that can never be generalized in five steps. In fact, as we will be shown, a person will generally have to go through the five stages before true grieving can even begin. A person who isn't progressing through the five stages in sequence and in a timely manner needs professional help. Yeah, okay. Uh, this common belief has caused a lot of problems and misunderstandings. One researcher has shown that some caregivers have actually gotten angry at the brave person for not following the stages in order. Does that happen to you? It's happened to me. The person shouldn't be angry yet because they haven't been through their denial. All of the above points to a basic misunderstanding about the grief, about what grief is to begin, what, when it is to begin, <clears throat> and so it's not surprising that myths continue to pro pro propagate. This is most likely because the pervasiveness and impact of grief isn't really recognized by the psychological community upon uh, until around the 1980s, and even then it was a little slow in coming. For example, in 1974, the Handbook of Psychiatry defined grief as the normal response to the loss of a loved one by death. Response to other kinds of losses were labeled pathological depressive reactions. In 1984, Dr. Teresa Rando, a noted grief specialist, researcher, and author, defined grief as a process of psychological, social, and somatic reactions to perception of loss. In 1991, the Grief Resource Foundation of Dallas, Texas, found that, for them, a good working and practical definition, definition of grief as the total response of the organism to the process of change. And now today in December 19, well, much later now, but December 1996, in, uh, we at TLC Group have come to accept the grief response as united field theory of all mental illness, a subject of another tip of the month. Uh, curiously, non-grief specialists come, commonly accept the definition of grief given in 1974. 
So what is grief and what produces it? A healthful equation which produces self-daily in instances is change equals loss equal grief. This means, number one, a change of circumstance of any kind. A change from one state to another produces a loss of some kind. The stage change from which will produce a grief reaction. The intensity of the grief reaction is a function of how the change produced loss is perceived. If the loss is not perceived as significant, the grief reaction will be minimal or barely felt. Number three, significant grief response which go unresolved and lead to mental, physical, and sociological problems and contribute to family dysfunction across generations. So are the five stages without value. Not if they are used as originally intended as the five stages of receiving catastrophic news. One can even um, say that coping with uh, five stages of coping with this trauma, death need not be involved. As an example, apply the five stages to a traumatic event most of all, all of us have experienced. The dead battery, you're going to be late for work, so you must rush in, out in your car, place the key in the ignition, turn it on, and then you hear nothing but a grind. The battery's dead, okay? Number one, denial. What is the first thing you do? You try to start it again and again. You may check to make sure the radio, heater, lights, etc. are off and then try again. Then anger, and then you curse the car out, <laughs> okay? I should have junked this car years ago. Did you slam your hand on the steering wheel? I have. I should, have li um, I should just leave this out in the rain and let it go to rust. Three, bargaining. Realizing that you're going to be late for work, oh, please, car, if you will just start one more time, I promise I'll buy you a brand-new battery, get a tune-up, new tires, belts and hoses, and, and keep you in perfect working condition, you know, the, the bartering. Number four, depression. Oh, God, what am I going to do? I'm going to be late for work. I give up. My job is at risk, and I don't really care anymore. What's the use? Number five, acceptance. Okay, it's dead. Guess I had to better call in the auto club or find another way to work. Time to get on with my day. I'll deal with this later. This is a trivial example, and in fact, we all go through this process numerous times a day. A dead battery, the loss of a parking space, a wrong number, the loss of a pet, a job, a move to another city, an overdrawn bank account, etc., etc. Things to remember are, number one, any change of circumstance, Okay. Um, hold on. Any change of circumstance can make you go through this process. We don't have to go through the stages in sequence. We can skip a stage or go through two or three simultaneously. We can also go through them in different phases. The dead battery can take maybe five to ten minutes. The loss of a parking space, five to ten seconds. Traumatic event which involves criminal justice system can take years. The intensity and duration of the reaction depends on how significant the change produced loss is perceived. It was mentioned above the grieving only begins where the five stages of grief leave off. Grief professionals often use the concept of grief work to help the bereaved through grief resolution. One common definition of grief work is based on J. William Warden's Four Tasks of Mourning. As outlined in his book, Grief Counseling and Grief Therapy can be summarized by the acronym TEAR. T equaling to accept the reality of the loss. E equals experience of the pain of the loss. A adjust to the new environment without the lost subject. And R re reinvest in the new reality. This is grief work. It begins when the honeymoon period's over. The friends have stopped calling. Everyone thinks you should be over it. Haven't we all gone through this? The court case is resolved. The closure has been affected, and everything is supposed to be back to normal. It's all at that at this point that the real grieving truly begins. 
Notice that the first step of grief work is acceptance. The last stage of the five stages, so the five stage of grief. Let's throw out the five stage of grief and replace it with a greater understanding of grief recognition and resolution. So I'm kind of done with my speech here, but I think in uh, many ways we can all relate to this and that have lost people and have gone through grief. And um, so we'll be taking, um, you know, some questions tonight and, uh, you know, and see what your feelings are of grief or if uh, you want to talk about your feelings in general. Um, because, you know, one of the reasons I started the show, because I had, of course, gone through the grieving process, still am going through it. Um, Lost of two children, one four years ago and one 12 years ago, and uh, many in between of uh, family members. And I do this because I do understand your feelings. So um, I do have a caller on the line right now, uh, area code 845. Last four numbers 4018. Uh, it's local in my area. I'll say hello. If you want to talk, talk. If not, just say hello. Okay, hold on. Hello? Did you want to speak? Okay, I guess not. I'm going to put you back on hold because you're just listening to the show. All right, so like I said, uh, you know, waiting for some callers to call in. You can call the show by calling um, uh, 83. Um, oh, gosh, I don't even know the number. Isn't that terrible? <laughs> Hold on one second. Call area code 347-838-9201. We are worldwide. We're also available on Skype. Uh, we don't need your Skype name. You just... Uh, you know, uh, key into blogtalkradio.com slash Peggy Simonisi, or hit it on Facebook or Google that and just hit the Skype button. We don't need your name. But um, so to get back to grief, I mean, we we all get affected by it. We all lose someone. We all lose jobs. And, you know, and the show is not really about losing jobs or whatever, but we all go through some form of grief. Um, not all of us lose uh, close family members, and we live out our lives, and uh, with most of them, you know, some of us get hit really hard. I happen to be one of them, and I know some of the reactions people have had to me, and the puppy dog glances they still give me after all these years, like, like I'm crazy, <laughs> you know. And uh, I, I want to hear what your thoughts are on this too. If, if people have gone through this, also, I mean, I know others have, but. This is a place where you can vent about it. There, no one's going to judge you. No one's going to put you down for what you're feeling. And uh, that's what my show is about. You know, I also have uh, many times authors on the show, you know, mostly related to, you know, grief and signs their loved ones send us. And that's what my show is about also. I'm also an intuitive medium um, and bring loved ones through. Um like to get your feel on that. Some people call into the show that don't believe it. Um they feel like uh, they've never been sent a sign. But I think uh, if you're open to it, the more I know, the more I was open to it before I really understood that I was intuitive, uh, the more signs I was getting. So I'd like to hear about that with you or if maybe you feel that um, you have had a sign and, and, and you, you question it and say, am I crazy? That happened to me many times um, from the first uh, day that my daughter died. Uh, my, my only daughter died on Mother's Day 2002, and I started getting signs almost immediately, but not really quite understanding them. And uh, I hadn't come out as an intuitive yet. Um, when I came out about a year ago when I was on the show, but I, I knew I had something over the years, and, uh, you know, that's what I do. So I, I'm here to be an ear, to listen. 
Um, in the past couple of weeks, I've lost a couple, well, uh, gone to another couple funerals in the area. My next-door neighbor passed, who was like a brother, father-type image to me, and missing him very much. And uh, so I got hit again, and then uh, I won't go into details, but in the town I grew up in, it's been all over the news, and I don't want to really go into it because they're you know, still looking into it. But uh, a little six-year-old girl, a uh, friend of mine's uh, little girl died. And it's been, and it was very, it's still very traumatic. Uh, the funeral was last week, and uh, you know, I, I've lost children in the twenties. I mean, losing a child, period, is very difficult. But at any age, you know, about a six-year-old, and there was, you know, they don't, they still don't know what she passed. Uh, her mother's also in a coma at this point, and praying for the family. So I'd like uh, some prayers said for that family tonight. I'm mentioning names or the town or anything, but. Um, but anyhow, you know, I don't see that many callers here. If you're listening or if you're listening, coming on the chat room, if you want to um, talk to me or ask questions, you know, the board's open. So um, don't, don't be shy. I mean, we won't use your, your you know, regular name. Um, you know, I just need your first name and the part of the, you know, uh, state you're in or the country you're from. Okay? Hold on. I see somebody wants to talk now. Hold on. Hello. Hi, Peggy. First name. Betty. Hi, Betty. Betty, Betty, I know you, but <laughs> now I know Betty. I just tell people uh, Betty's a friend of mine. Um, Betty, tell them where you're from. What area? What area? I'm right now. I'm in Hyde Park. Okay, you just no New York. I mean the state. I New York. State, yes. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah, Betty and I go back 40-some years. We went to – we were beauty school dropouts together. <laughs> I dropped out. She didn't. You're telling our age. <laughs> Who cares? We look good. <laughs> I know. We well, do. I don't have that many – you know, I, 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 I tell you, I don't have many callers on here tonight, but I – you know, the other people listen yeah. through um, the, the Google and what have you. And um, so, you, if you want, stay on the air with me. You can co-host with me tonight, Betty. I never uh, thought okay. you'd do that, right? <laughs> um. <laughs> Betty, why don't you share some of this, the feelings you have on grief, and you know, while I have you on the line, because oh. people are listening to you. It's horrible. Tell them your story. I mean, tell, tell, some, tell them some of your, I mean, you, you Betty lost a husband years ago, um, right? Oh, And so she lost a mother. Yeah, I mean, and you nephew, were affected by suicide. Uh, well, tell tell the uh-huh. tell the listeners some about that and your feelings, okay? You can start well, back with, with with your husband when he passed, and then I, I mean, if you with, want to yeah. talk about it, you start with my your, ex you know. ex husband. We got married right after I graduated, and we had mm-hmm. my daughter Michelle. You know Michelle, mm-hmm. right? And we I divorced him, but we remained friends, and. Mm-hmm. A few years later, he just committed suicide. I guess his he was trying to start a business that wasn't going well. And everybody mm-hmm. was shocked. He, you know, carbon monoxide poisoning. He just went in the garage right. with a oh, terrible. Were, were there not to you know? And like I said, if it, if it's too rough, Betty, I don't expect anybody to talk oh, about no, the circumstances no, no, no. if you, you want to. What, you know, but I do this to heal others because. People do listen to the show that have been affected by suicide and what yeah, have you. You know now, what, Peggy, the, 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 old, yeah. the ones that from years ago I miss, mm-hmm. but the one I miss the most, you know, is Mom. Right, and, uh, right. I'm still not over there. That, well, well, you're not. You know, the thing is you don't. 
That's why I kind of read the script tonight. Maybe people got bored with it; they didn't want to hear it. But no, I kind of that leads into. <clears throat> no, I'm not. No, but I mean the listeners all over. I mean, some may be bored, some may not. But I wanted to kind of like set the stage here because you know <clears throat> I always heard the five stages of grief. That there were five stages, but it's really not true. You know, the more I go on, I'll tell you, I had a meltdown tonight. I went out and I. I really did. I I'm coming up. This week is one of my most April and May are really every month hard oh, because yeah. I've for many. Mother's Day. But between April 18th, no, not just that. April and May. In April, from the 18th, which was my late sister's birthday, my father died on that day. April oh, yeah. 21st would have been my brother's anniversary of his death, and his oh, he died the day before his birthday. And my husband died on my brother's birthday, April 22nd. So from the 18th oh, to the 22nd, I've got my late sister's birthday on the, uh, and my dad dying on her birthday, like I said. My brother dying the day before his birthday and my husband dying on my brother's birthday the next day. So four major significant people in my life all within four I days. Know. Next I month, know. Next month, I've got my sister-in-law a week later, my daughter who died on Mother's Day. Then the week after, my sister's death. And then the week after that, my mother's death, all in May. So it's like, okay, enough. And plus, you know, I've had two nephews die. It's like every every month people say, yeah. oh, my God. Well, you know what? i, I got to live this. I don't know. It's, it's around you. Uh, I, I, I don't know why it keeps happening. I, uh, well, it's you. what I try to set out to people. Not to you. It's going to happen. No, I'm to me. Yeah, no. exactly. But 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 the, I, I've had so many. That's why I feel maybe I this was part of that plan that I came. Like you know, I never believed in none yeah. of that crap before. Yeah. But now I'm starting to understand it because of the amount and significant losses I've had so close and and within on birthdays and holidays and so I'm not only yeah. just you know it's bad enough celebrating trying to celebrate the holidays, but when you you lost your your only daughter on Mother's Day. I mean, oh, come on! It's, it's Mother's Day is it's horrific. I, I can I should say. Oh God! No, that's fine. That's fine. You know, and we also like you know on the show we talk about the cliches too. You know, like a saying the wrong thing, saying the right thing. There is no right or wrong. Um, no. I, I right. just I just attended this uh, uh, this funeral for this little girl. I both families. Yes, um, I I saw that. Mm-hmm. Uh, your well, that happened in my neighborhood. That happened where I grew up, Betty. You remember where I grew up? Crow. It was six houses away. From, yes. Oh, hold on. My cat's walking on my board. Oh, God. He's lying. <laughs> right. um, yeah, <laughs> shut the show down. Why don't you? What's new, pussycat? <laughs> um, yeah, she passed uh, uh, this little girl and her mother. They, they're still investigating. They, they're not quite sure, but they were both found dead by the father, came to see them because they were just getting uh, into a new place. She was staying with her grandfather's father. Girl. Yeah, well, let, let me just finish telling you the story. It was Easter Sunday of all days. The oh, father geez. came in and found them, uh, and they rushed into oh. the hospital. The little girl didn't make it. The mother's from my here still in a coma. Um, they don't know the situation. There's a lot of speculation, but that's up to the police. I happen to be friends with, I grew up on the street with the father's family, and the father yeah. just lost his brother two weeks ago. There were three other deaths on a, on the street I grew up on, and the father, the, the grandfather, I mean, uh, where they were staying, where it happened, just lost his um, brother uh, two weeks ago. So, and there were two other deaths on my street within the same time. I'm like, um, my street wasn't that big. I, I don't know what the heck's going on in life anymore. I mean, I death is part of life, 
But to have all this significance, and then, of course, my next-door neighbor that passed, who was yeah. like family to me, yeah. I was like, enough, enough. It's like I get slammed, it seems, every year. I mean, this past year alone, I've lost three friends. I was going to see you that day, too. Yeah, 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 and I had the funeral. Not in good shape. And, you know, just because I do this show, people seem to think that, oh, well, I guess she's healed. No, I'm not. (laughs) I hurt. And like I said, I had a, I I went to KFC tonight because I normally cook, and I said, "Uh, I, I didn't feel like it tonight, to be honest with you. And I went up there and got the cheap meals for my, my other son and I. And I sat in the parking lot and decided to eat it. I needed a little chill-out time. All of a sudden, I yeah. broke down into tears. I think it yeah. was all the stress of the past couple of weeks, this week coming up. And so, see, people, there is no set. What I'm trying to tell the audience, too, Betty, there is no set time for grief. I mean, the, yeah. yes, you go through denial and the anger and all this other crap, but sometimes it hits you, it kicks you right in the ass again. Yeah. And I, I'm it, sorry, it, my, my children club. Out of the blue. Out of, out. Exactly. Uh, and that's sudden. what happened tonight. I think I yeah. bottled up these emotions, and uh, mm-hmm. there was two funerals within, what, five days of each other uh, yeah. that I went to, you know, one for the little mm-hmm. girl and one for my neighbor. And it's like, I was overwhelmed. I, I was know. absolutely overwhelmed. You must and be. And I said, I you mean, know, you've had so many. enough, enough. I get tired of it, enough. That's you know? what I said to you. Oh, wow, everybody... Around you, good God! How can you I know. I, I'm starting to feel like the Grim Reaper myself. Yeah. I'm not. <laughs> oh, I don't get it. I mean, that's what I try to show people too. Is not the acceptance of it, because being intuitive. Betty, you got a little bit of a gift. You've always had too. Yeah, it seems like all my yeah. friends have somewhat of a intuitive gift. You know that. Mm-hmm. Even when we were young, nobody talked about it back in the 60s when you and I met. We're really yeah. still in our age now, of course. Well, we could have been born in the 60s, but no. <laughs> Went to beauty school at, in, in, at when we were three years old. Uh, but, um, no, but we've always had something. And I, I personally think, I think everybody has it to a degree, you know. We, yeah, they used I, to call it... Um, they used to call it coincidence, and I said there is no coincidence. Right. Or a little deja vu. Or, That's what I remember Michelle hearing all said. these... When I say things, she said, "Oh, it's probably coincidence." It's no. not coincidence. Mm, no. Now, not for the things that have happened in my life, at least. I know. Yeah. I mean, I've got. You know me. I document. I've got pictures. I've got oh, audio. I've got film. That you can't make this. I mean, you could make it up, no. but you can't. I document and, it. And Peggy, that time, everybody I tell about my copy mm-hmm. machine. You know, when I first moved yeah, here. you know what, Betty. Tell, tell the story again. You know, it's a new show and, and different listeners. Tell, tell the people what happened okay. when we When we first moved here, my daughter and I, mm-hmm. I had my copy DAX machine, and I didn't, it was in the bedroom, in my bedroom, and mm-hmm. we getting things organized. So I kept hearing this beep, 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 and it went on for mm-hmm. like eh, five minutes or so. I said, well, where the right. heck is that coming from? I figured it was something in the house. I didn't, I didn't know the house. So, uh, I, you know, one night I was sleeping and it, it went off again. Beep, 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 beep. Mm-hmm. And I had to, I happened to be facing the machine. Right. And the light was on the machine. And I said, mm-hmm. oh, that's where it's coming from. Let me get up and unplug it. God. I got to un- mm-hmm. <laughs> to unplug it, and I had never plugged it in yet. It was so still... the fax machine was going off, but it wasn't even plugged in. And the light how do you was make on. 
Well, how do you mm-hmm. make things up like that? Oh, I want to tell the audience. How do no, you make up? No, I'm not. No, I'm telling. That yeah. is what I'm saying. I'm talking to the, the oh, our I listeners. Oh, I told you about it. Oh no, no, you already told me. But I'm talking to the people out there now. What right. she is relaying to you. How can you make something up when a machine goes off, an electrical machine that's not yeah. even plugged in? And that's not made up. And the light was on. The light was on, yeah. too. And, and I've said, seen it happen. I don't know if you yeah. said or I've heard, it, you know, where they communicate through electric. Yes, they do a lot. Yeah, because yeah. it's the high energy where, you know, our right. people, you know, we're, we are actually souls. We're all souls. We're all, not, I'm not going to say dead inside, but what... Our, where our loved ones have gone heaven, um, I call it heaven because it's heaven, and where they've gone, that's where we came from as souls before we use this this outer coating, our caterpillar, like I call it. We start uh-huh. as the butterfly, we go back as the butterfly. We come in our uh-huh. cocoon or whatever you want to call it, our our, our yeah, caterpillar, yeah. which is the body. The body dies. We don't energy uh-huh. doesn't die. You've heard this a million times, and uh-huh. a lot of times the communication from our loved ones is energy. Because they're at a higher frequency. I don't understand all this. I, I'll tell you right now, people, I'm not a rocket scientist when it comes to this stuff. I'm just well, going along like n- you. Nobody you know? is, really, you know. No, but I mean, you've got people too, out there, you've got different theories and what have you, you know. But And uh, also, you know, too, the time I, w- I was sitting here, mm-hmm. uh, I don't know what I was doing, I, I, nothing. I, I don't know, watching TV or doing something. And my stereo mm-hmm. went on. And I wasn't even near of, it. That it. That was plugged in, though, right? Oh, yeah, that was plugged in. But it well, I'm going to tell you, I've had, I've had that happen, too. I've told on many shows. Oh, I, I know, um, you. The, you the, the night my daughter passed, uh, there was more than one sign, but I was sitting at, you know, in the living room. My husband was in bed. Uh, my my other three boys, my, my youngest one was alive also at the time he passed four years ago. The same thing as my daughter. Cystic mm. fibrosis, which we discussed on the yeah. show. So, like, when I talk, Betty, I'm talking, you know the story. I'm just telling the listeners. Yeah, again. yeah. Um, so, anyhow, I'm sitting there, and I was talking to on the phone. I was very numb, of course. I just lost my only daughter on Mother's Day in 2002. Mm. And I oh. said to my brother, I said, um... I just need a sign, and that's my husband's stereo came, because my husband and I weren't living together at the time, but I was stay, stayed there because of what was going on. And I, the stereo came on, the CD changer kept going in and out. It started with all the right. lights, and it was plugged in, but it just came on when I asked for a sign. I was freaking, and you know what? Even though even then I kind of knew I was intuitive, I was flipping out. I screamed so loud. I was, yeah. like, I was it's I know. It's, it's, it's like. It's scary. Yeah. I'm still uh, yes. scared by this stuff. I'm still human. Yeah. But I try to be. I don't care if you're intuitive or not. It still scares you at times. It's it's like you're you know it's, you're scared, but then Shocked. you're wondering uh, that you know if it is something, and then you're happy. Mm-hmm. But you know you don't know what. It's it kind of like it, a you know? mixed bag of nuts, kind of like a mixed yeah. blessing, you know. Yeah. And everything that happens to me, because I have a page. Um, you know, listen, telling the listeners again, uh, called what's uh, it's the longest page on Facebook probably, what signs do you get from your loved ones or something? And I document some of the stuff, pictures, and, you know, people talk about orbs and stuff. I get actual faces in my pictures, too. I, I get know. audio. I'm doing, right, well, I'm, I did a show one night, and I, my niece was co-hosting with me, and uh, she's also intuitive, and we're talking, and we were discussing, because um, I'm also a writer, so... I was talking about what they call rally, kind of like 
I think listeners probably have seen it when it, ow, I just hit my head. I <laughs> say I'm human. Um, <laughs> but um, yeah, this is a laid back show. People sit back, have a cup of tea. Yeah. That's just that's Peg, you know. So um, no, I was I was um, what was I saying? Oh, I'm on the show, and we're talking yeah. about because um, I have some other books coming out, and we were talking about one of the chapters I'm writing called Rally. And that's when, like, someone that's on, like, their deathbed usually, and it's happening with everyone in my family, and plus I was a home care nurse for years, I had my own business, and I saw that with my patients. They get, like, all of a sudden, like, well for a minute or a day, and then they die. And it's kind of like, I've explained it before, not, well, kind of through the electrical thing, it's almost like a light bulb. Light bulb starts to dim before it burns out, and then it gets that, remember, it gets real bright, and then it dies. That's what rally is. Yeah. That's the only way I can explain it in layman's terms. That's huh. what I think rally is. And um, we were discussing my mother, who had Alzheimer's, couldn't speak in two years. The only communication, mm-hmm. I had learned a technique, and now they're mm-hmm. coming to terms with that technique, and I found it years ago. Uh, the thinking part of the brain and the, the, the other part of the brain where you sing are two different parts of your brain. So they can yeah. communicate. Yeah. Uh, you can communicate with somebody with Alzheimer's through singing. And that's what I did for the last two years of my mother's life and many of my patients. But what happened that night, I'm explaining it on the show, and I'm explaining as my mother was saying, the, my mother reached out and said, the angels are here as clear as day. She started calling her brother by name. We hadn't heard my mother talk in two years. And wow. as she's reaching out and saying, and I'm saying this on the show, telling my niece the story, just as I said that this voice comes through the show, and it's, oh, I hear, I hear something. I'm like, what the heck is that? But I, I didn't pay attention. Well, listeners, all my shows are archived. I go back and listen to my archive. Just at that part when I said the angels are here, that voice that came through was a, was the voice of my late son saying "Ma" on my show. And I've record I recorded that. I downloaded it, put it on that site so you can hear it. Put together some other things that happened, like when my nephew passed this past September. I lost another nephew two years ago, both to, um, uh, yeah. you know, we have quite a problem in the area of heroin, uh, both to heroin overdose. Yeah, yeah. So we've been touched, four, not I shouldn't say touched, but we've had four um, young deaths in my family, three of them in the 20s and one at 32. Besides, you know, my two children, I've lost two nephews. And it's been really hard, you know, but being intuitive. very weird that I was. Oh, you know, maybe we should, you want to touch on that story a little bit? I don't think I've ever talked about that on the show, and since you're on, I mean, it's up to you. Should we talk about it? If you want. Okay, well, okay, I want, we can't mention names, okay, but I'll start it, okay? Okay. Um, Betty had been, okay, Betty, who's on the line right now, was trying to get a hold of me, didn't know my nephew had passed. Couldn't understand, she couldn't get a hold of me, and I wasn't calling anybody with everything going on because it was a sudden death and was no, not I expected, didn't. okay? You I didn't know, didn't know you didn't know. Was, uh, yeah. No, I know that, that's what I'm telling people. Oh, okay. But she, <laughs> Betty, let me just explain, Betty's mom had passed, uh, she was living with her, Betty had some disabilities herself, and waiting for a new place to go into that she could afford. Uh, she had to be put up at a local uh, residence, hotel, um, until, you know, her disability kicked in. Let's put it that way, okay? So Betty's staying at this hotel. I'm not really knowing Betty's at this hotel. <laughs> and it turned out to be the same place where they found my nephew passed. So I called Betty after, I think it was after the funeral, and I and you had no idea... And you said, are you okay? And I said, well, my nephew just passed, and he was, he was, they found him at such and such. And you, you shrieked. You said, oh, dear God, that was your nephew? 
Betty had to happened to be staying in the same place where my nephew they found him passed. Two what doors are the chances down. of my friend? Two doors down from two, her, and and down. in a different county, two counties away from where I am, or almost mm-hmm. two counties away. She's in the same place where my nephew passes away, and had no and knew this kid passed had no idea it was my nephew. No. And it, that this, I mean, we talk about synchronicities. I, I was floored when I found that out. I said, you know, we won't go, we're not going to discuss details, but mm. it's just the fact of the matter that you were there. You uh-huh. were there. And for the, you know, but you and, and I like, oh, have God. always been, have always been synchronized sync. somehow, you know? Yes, uh, synchronicities, yeah. yep. Well, talk about, well, uh, let me tell my listeners again, too. Besides all the losses, the two children, my husband and son and father, all in the nine months. Uh, parents, brother, sister I've lost, a brother and sister-in-law. Mm. Lost many, all the aunts and uncles. I, I could go on forever, but I'm not. We don't yeah, have time yeah, to show yeah. for that. But, <laughs> but on top of it, I was also victim to, well, the almost three years now. To I live in the Hudson River in New York, and um, I was a victim to Hurricane Sandy. Betty and I don't talk every day. Sometimes <laughs> we go months. We had gone years at times, and then we hook up. But that night of the hurricane... All day long, people kept telling me, you got to get out, you got to get out. We've had several hurricanes here before. Uh, my next-door neighbor who passed a couple of weeks ago, he's lived here for 55 years. He goes, we've never had a problem. Well, you know, you get a little water, but you don't get where the river rises and comes through the house. Mm-hmm. Well, that night, it happened to us. The river rose. And I had three feet of water in my house by the time I got out of here. And on top of it, uh, listeners, I have multiple sclerosis, so... I was going through my very first exacerbation of being totally crippled. I could not walk. So what happened that everybody's trying to tell me all day to get out, and I'm thinking, I've gone left before with hurricanes. Nothing's happened. I'm not leaving with this one. Nothing's going to happen. Misintuitive here, right? Why am I worried about the wind? Well, I get a phone call. Just as my my boyfriend at the time, uh, he made dinner, brought my dinner into me because I was, you know, I couldn't walk, and... The phone rings and being getting warnings all day long. Get out, get out, and I'm like telling everybody, leave me alone. You know, just let me speak because I'm already uncomfortable and <laughs> pain with my MS. I get a phone call from you, Betty, and I'll let you take it over. Tell them what's happened. Uh, I just had a feeling because I've been mm-hmm. there before where Peggy lives. Yep. And I never experienced a storm there, but mm-hmm. uh, I, something just came into my head. To call Peggy, mm-hmm. and I, I, I don't know. Just something told me to call her and make sure she was okay. And what did I say I, to you? Didn't I say basically leave me alone? I'm eating dinner. Yeah, he, <laughs> he just made me dinner. And I then, said he just made me dinner, and uh, we're fine. Yeah, and just as we hung up, fine. I said yeah. everything's fine. Within, if it was thirty seconds. I go to put the food in my mouth. I hung up, hang up from you. I was starving because it was such a crazy day. There's, mm-hmm. a, there's a ringing of my doorbell. And I, we've been going through it all day. Fire department, police, this one, neighbors. It, like, whatever. The guy looks at my boyfriend and he says, dude, he goes, is that your car? He goes, yeah. <laughs> he goes, look at it. My car was half underwater. That's how fast that mm-hmm. surged because it was the surge that brought it up. Yeah, now we had to get river. out. 
Well, yeah, it's always been by the river is what I'm saying, yeah. but it was a combination of the thirds, the full moon, and we're not here to really talk about the hurricane. We're kind of talking yeah. about the intuitiveness, how you called yeah. me. All day long, yeah. people are telling me to leave, and I'm telling them, leave me alone. You call me and say, look, I'm eating dinner, everything's fine. Everything wasn't fine. It happened so <laughs> fast. In the blink of an eye, because he kept looking out the window. No, it was fine. Mm. The land was fine. There was nothing going on out there. Everything was hunky-dory, you know? So what happened was your warning call, that little voice in your head, which is what intuitives get. Most of them, we don't, yeah. we're not schizophrenic. We don't, maybe some do, no. I don't know. But I, I just hear messages. I don't hear, like, voices in my ear. Yeah. I don't sit here and, like, ooh, you know, it's not like Twilight Zone. It I mean, it's not but. like you and I talk every single day either, you know. No, and that's what I'm saying. I, I, no, no. I just, I just. Thought, and the funny thing was, you called at that moment when that happened, yeah. and you were miles away from me. You All know, right. you weren't on the river, so you didn't know, and you just heard yeah. the reports, and everybody was crazy about it. So, and I had the warnings before with other hurricane stuff lived here, nothing happened. So, all of a sudden, now the water whitecaps are coming toward my house. I had to get out. I don't know, but it was the grace of God that uh, something lifted me, got me in the car, half underwater. Tom drove it around the corner. And he had to go back and rescue. I have another. I have two other kids. I have one, and they're grown. But I have a son in Carolina who wasn't here, and I have another son that lives at home. And he wasn't feeling good that night. He doesn't have what my other two passed with. He just wasn't feeling good. And Tom went back. I said, go save my son. He walked back in the water, left me in the car, and walked back. And by the time he got back to rescue my son and dog, it was too late. Thank God, and I'm calling 911. Now I have, we live by boat yards. Boats are coming at me in the car, and I can't drive the car because of my leg. It was crazy. But it's just, I won't go into that whole story. But, but it was by the grace of God, 911 said to me, it's too late, lady. So now I'm thinking, I'm going to lose another kid. And what happens, by the grace of God, this guy came along in a, I guess they call a front loader truck. And shine the light in my house. Anybody in there? And he says, come now, or I can't get you. So my boyfriend, my other son, and dog all got in the front-loaded truck. That's how they got out of here. They had to be rescued. Uh, and we lost yeah. contact for a whole hour. My car now was soaking wet. I had to yeah. move the car. I don't know how I got my legs moving. The lights are all, the electrocystals burnt, you know. You could smell the mm. smoke coming out of my car. But now I got boats coming at me from the dock. There were boats crossing wow. the road. Oh, you didn't sound I had that. a move. Wow. Oh, yeah. Oh, well, that's my, my oh. one of my books coming out called My Peace of Heaven Turned to Hell. It's a Hurricane Sandy story. Oh, I'm telling shit. everything on that one. Also. <laughs> so that that was an adventure. And this had really happened. You know, we were on TV news and everything. Mm. And uh, we finally made contact within that about an hour later. It was it was horrific. It was a, it was talk about post traumatic stress. Unbelievable. I'm back in my home. Yeah. We were out for six months. I lost on top of losing so much family prior to this. I lost everything I owned. Lost my memories, mm. pictures, uh, mm. me- memories, mm. furniture, everything. Floated in the river, you know. Mm. And I'm back. It took six months to get back in. My place isn't still totally done. Almost three years later, but it's but you're it's livable, strong. You know? You're a strong person. Yeah, well, you're you're, you're, Betty, you're the you know, strongest I, person I think I know in my life. Well, I'm nobody's really hero. Are. Let me put it that way. I have no <laughs> choice. I said before, it's it's do or die. I could have either taken my own life, which is the only other option, or mm-hmm. gone crazy, or do something. And this is what I'm doing. Hung in there. <laughs> uh, yeah, I ain't got no choice. You know, it ain't over to the mm-hmm. fat lady sings. You know, <laughs> so that's kind of some of the things that have happened. And then. 
the last, and the, I don't know if I told you this part of the story, this really wasn't supposed to be about the hurricane, but talks about how when you're handed a, what do I say all the time, when, you, when you're handed lemons, make lemonade, you know? Oh, yeah. Two weeks into, <laughs> well, the, the only salvageable, I, I had no clothes, nothing for four days, no shoes on my feet, oh, nothing. Geez. We're at a hotel. The only thing that was salvageable clothes-wise, thank God, I had clothes in my washing machine that didn't get touched. So by the time the water cleared out of the house, uh, they come back here a couple days later for the cleanup and what have you and repairs, starting the repairs. So he grabbed whatever clothes we had in the washer. That's what we had to kind of live with till we got back on our feet. We go to the hotel. We're there for a couple weeks, and now we're back a couple weeks later. I had to sit outside. We had to get a rental car because my car went kaput. And um, we're, I'm sitting outside. I couldn't come in because of mold issues that had to be done before we moved back in. My boyfriend was working. He was a contractor working on the place, and uh, I get a phone call while I'm sitting outside. Still can't move my legs well because of the MS. And it's my son at the hotel saying, Mom, the room is on fire. Oh, gee. I said, What? I said, what? And now, you got to realize, I lost everything prior to this, two weeks before. Oh, my God. All right? And oh then God. I get a call. Yeah, we were at the one in, you know, where, Croton. Uh, we won't talk yeah. about that hotel. It's horrible. But it was the only one we could afford until FEMA kicked in weeks later, months later. Mm-hmm. And um, we're at the hotel, so the little bit of clothes that I salvaged from the washer, smoke mm-hmm. damage. So two weeks after the storm, the room goes on fire. My son got out. By the time I called the fire department, we were there. There were three fire departments. It was electrical fire in the bathroom, smoke damage. They had to change our room. So whatever little bit of clothes we had left, now all smelled like smoke. So you want to talk about, right. if, what do they say? If I didn't have bad luck, I'd have no luck? I have no luck at all. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. <laughs> and then during this time, this is when my, my book finally gets published. That I, It took me seven years to write. It's a bestseller on Amazon. Yeah. And the day it gets published, we're down here working again. My phone rings. My nephew, I just got a call. My nephew had passed. Uh, it was a few weeks after the storm. I'm like, okay, is this going to stop? And it hasn't stopped. It's been continual. I've no, lost friends and more relatives. And, and But I think maybe not a lot of people go to the degree, especially when it comes to children. I mean, I've lost two. And this does not feel sorry for me. It's a reality. And I've survived it. And this is but why I'm trying to now. it stop for you. It's continuous. It doesn't. All, <laughs> you know, You know what people say to me? Because... I am, I'm going, how old am I now? Oh, I'm going to be 62. I forget. <laughs> I'm going to be 62 in September. And people oh. say to me, well, you know, well, no, just hear me out. People say to me, me I'm going to be well, let, let me just finish what the, the, or I'm going to lose my train with my MS thought here. But people say to me, well, you know, you're getting older. This happens. My nephews and my children weren't old. No, it doesn't just happen. Yes, it happens when you no. get older. You lose people. I've lost young people. I've lost things to yeah. Weird, crazy circumstances. Yes. But mm-hmm. it, I think that God has given me a job as a survivor to show not like I'm superior because I'm not. I'm just like the rest of you. I do the same things you do. I get kooky at times. I laugh. I, I burp. I do everything you do, you know. I'm just <laughs> I like know. Remember you. Remember we were talking about before not long ago. How come what? these people, you and I were saying, Why do what are we still doing here? <laughs> What are we still doing we have here? You know? Well, that's that we've done shows on that, and it's like because we got it, we got a job to do, man. Our job isn't done. We come here with a job to do, and that's part of the things I talk about in my show too. We all come here with a plan. 
um, is to develop, I think, the greatest love of all um, by what we go through. You know, when you have children, that's, that's one of the biggest loves you can ever feel in your life, you know? Maybe, and, we're, maybe we're angels on earth. I don't know what we are. I don't. You know what? Like I said, per, Betty, I don't pretend to be anything more than a human being like anybody else because that's yeah, what I am. Yeah, me either. Um, I just think I'm a human being with a job to do. And I could have taken the easy way out, which, don't get me wrong, because I was on suicide watch with, when I lost my second child. I told people, yeah. I'm not, I can't do this again. I can't do oh, it again. No, I watched two kids not. with cystic fibrosis. was the worst, 22 and 28 years old. My yeah. daughter was a four and seven-year-old behind. Okay, oh, it was horrific. Right. And when I lost the second one, trust me, they had me on watch. I and know, I thought, I'm not going to lie to you, I thought about it. Oh, good well, one that's is what I'm bad saying. Enough, but, but two. No, I know, I, I know, I, I totally I agree. But I think, well, you know what? I was a mom just like you, saying when I was younger and before my kids were diagnosed, two of the four with the illness, cystic fibrosis, was genetic, which I've done shows on that too and teach people about that. But I was just like every other mom when my daughter was born, thinking, and when you're pregnant, and like, oh my gosh, what? Well, I could never lose a child, and. Oh my! I, I don't know how people go through, and I was, and this is kind of bringing um, back to what the show's about tonight. This is what a point I'm yeah. trying to make to, to the listeners that because it's not just a conversation between you and me. It's to, it's trying to make a point right. to the people out there. Right. Um, I was just like you, thinking those thoughts and thinking, and I had to shut those thoughts out. It's like, oh, I couldn't even imagine losing a child, and it's like, oh, I, mm-hmm. I'd kill myself if I lost a child, or I do this, or I do that, and then I have people say it to me now, like you or anybody else that hasn't lost a child, and and say, I don't know how you did it. Well, you don't have much of a choice. You yeah. have to find a new way of surviving, living, uh, experiencing yeah. life to go on. And I'll tell you, every day, I don't care intuitive not, every day is a struggle. I fight it every day. Yeah, it's, it's, I'm uh, sure. I'm not saying suicide, but I fight to, to survive every day and think, why, I wake up in the morning sometimes and say, why am I still here? What am, what's my purpose? What am I doing? I, I mean, know. yes, I know people tell me, You've written a book. Your book has helped me. You do the show. You let us talk. You tell us things that we're feeling. Because I also write poetry, and I, I put a lot of my feelings in my poetry. Yeah. And I don't, I don't write like, uh, you know, uh, like I said before, Stephen King or The Big Shots. You know, I write like I talk. Mm-hmm. I, I'm just the Bowery girl. I'm not a New York City girl, but I, I, I write like I talk. But I write, and it rhymes, and it, it's the depth of my feelings. Yeah. Of what I'm feeling at the time, or a lot of people will see my poetry because I do post it on Facebook, and I do have a poetry book coming out, um, and it's about grief. It's uh, venting through grief, uh, mothers, you know, venting through grief, and uh, or grief venting. I don't even know the name of my own books. Isn't that terrible? Grief <laughs> <laughs> venting, well, venting through poetry. I have your book Whatever. right here. <laughs> well, that one, but I've got four other ones coming out, so. Um, wow. You know, the hurricane one, the poetry one. I have one on the soul oh. now that's going to be my fifth book, and Racing Hunters in Heaven, which goes into major details. That's kind of a sequence to the first one, but with yeah. all the more signs since my son died, the 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 the, the statement, like I told before, on rally, um, different stages that you go through. My wow. first book was an outline from my birth, actually before my birth on. It was just an outline, just a... I'm not going to call me a country bumpkin. I live 30 miles north of the city, but I'm not. People say, oh, you live in New York. I love your New York accent. I don't hear no New York accent. <laughs> no, I live in the no, country no. compared to yeah. the city. I'm close to the city. Right, right. But I just write like I'm just, you know, a layperson. I'm not, 
I didn't go to school to become an author. I, I'm not trying to be a big shot. My first book is an outline to give you a feeling of where I came from, my family history. And I did a whole chapter there. The people that don't know me may get a little bored in the beginning, but keep reading. Uh, even people that have done reviews on my book said keep reading. That was for the people I grew up with, okay, that wanted yeah. to hear about the town I grew up in. I mean, I grew up in a town where Jackie Gleason from the Honeymoons lived. Right. Alan right. Canna Camera lived. We had stars. Remember, in he, had the r- round, he had a roundhouse. The roundhouse, yep, yep. And he played pool with my dad. Yeah. You know, he was just a regular folk. That he, was he played pool nice with my grandfather time. too. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He was, he was, he was just a guy about town. You know, guy about town. <laughs> so anyhow, Betty, you know what? We have another caller on. Let's. Uh, I'm going to keep you on. Oh, I'm going to keep okay. you on as co-host tonight. Stay on. Okay. Um, I'm going to get a question, see who this person is, and what they'd like to talk about. Okay. okay let's see. Uh, let's see. It's area code two five two. Last four numbers four one three three. Let me say hello first, please. There's a five-second lag. Give me your first name and where you're from. Okay, hold on here. Hello, first name, please. Keisha. Hello. Keisha, hello? where are you from, Keisha? Yes, Keisha, North I'm Carolina. here. Where are you from? From North where? Carolina. North Carolina. Oh, hi. Hi, Keisha. Yeah, I hear you. Hey. My, that's my, I have a son. I have a son in North Carolina. How that's are you? That's where my cousin lives. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, really? Oh, that's right. That's right. This is Betty. She's co-hosting a friend of mine tonight. She just called in the show, Hi, but now I brought her on as co-host. Hi. <laughs> Hi, Keisha. This is Keisha. <laughs> Keisha, how can we help you tonight? Were you listening to the show, or have you had losses? Or? Uh, I just um, tuned in, and uh, I guess he was talking about um, losing children. And I'm like sorry? That. I didn't hear you, hon. I said you was talking about losing your losing children, how you cope with them. And, um, mm-hmm. and that's as far as I, I went. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah, the show tonight's about grief, and um, I've lost many. Plus, you know, my uh, you know, I sound like a guy. I'm a woman. My name's Peggy. Everybody goes, uh, "Sir," I'm like, "It's not sir." <laughs> I've lost my daughter and son. My youngest son of uh, four children. I had three boys, and uh, I lost my only daughter. She was the oldest. Both the cystic fibrosis, Aww. genetic illness. Well, right. both in the 20s and many other people. And uh, my show tonight was about grief and just venting, and which I do a lot of times. And, you know, I'm also intuitive, so I can I do readings. If it happens, I don't – I'm not one of those intuitives that reach for it. If it comes to me, if someone comes through, that's how mm. God does, right. does it with an intuitive. We don't go yeah. looking yeah. for it. So is, is there anything you want to contribute, or do you want to talk about a loss or what your feelings were? Did you lose a child, or what's your feelings tonight? Um, well, I called in for a reading, but, um, I don't know, I mm-hmm. have not, actually, um, somebody called me last night, and, like, it seemed like so many people had died around her, and then I found out some extra people that I knew that was connected, you know, to her had also died, and I, I kind of, you know, I guess I'm kind of grieving over that, over, um, well, did her. you did you lose somebody very close to you, or just you're kind of feeling he was um, empathy I mean, for? Was somebody know. shot? I, I, was somebody? Well, I got to ask you something because I'm getting something already, and it might be for somebody that's in my chat room too. Was somebody yeah. shot? Was it a sudden death? Um, I'm not sure how she died, but I know she had a lot of health issues. But she might have went by getting shot. I don't know. But she no, I said like, shot, um, like shot with a gun. Like murder. Yeah, shot. exactly. <laughs> yeah, but really? I'm not sure how she went. I, I didn't ask her all that. Uh, you know, just the fact mm-hmm. of hearing that that person passed over 
was enough mm-hmm. for me to, you know, kind of, you know, take my five-second silence and, like, just meditate How on it. How old was she? She was, um, ooh, I don't know, maybe 40, 50. Hmm. Hmm. Wow. Could it have been drugs? Um, well, I'm yeah, feeling. Was, I'm feeling uh, like she was actually. Yeah, she was. She was. Uh, she was. She was an addict most of her drugs. life, mm-hmm. and she was in and yeah, out. I, of I, that I life, was feeling so. a sudden death. I was feeling like uh, uh, law involved. I was feeling like uh-huh. murdered. I was feeling like murder. Somebody was murdered. You involved know, it could have been an OD. involving oh. drugs. But she was in that. Be- Betty, you are, You know, Be- Betty's also intuitive. Betty, are you, you obviously are picking something up here, right? Yeah. What are you feeling? Something involving drugs. Okay, tell her what you're feeling. Something involving drugs. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know about the shooting, but it was... Well, I'm just saying in general, I'm feeling like drugs. the law, the law, something illegal. So I'm, I'm, I was just seeing yeah. kind of like a, uh-huh. a, yeah, a sudden yeah. burst. Right. Like, yeah. She's been in trouble her. before. Yeah, I'm sorry, one more time. Yeah, I... I Thought of that right away. She's she been in and out of jail. Yeah, all her life. Okay, that's what I'm feeling. That's where I'm seeing it because I'm seeing a lot of like chaos and stuff around. Mm-hmm. Mm. Okay, let me see. Right, what else are you picking up on it, Betty? Uh, I don't know. I I think she didn't want to be doing what she was doing, but she didn't know what to do. She was she was stuck. Out, it was out of control. Yeah. She was stuck. Uh What do you feel about that Keisha? Know. You feel like she she was stuck it was just a lifestyle now and she just couldn't get out of it? She she just had a lot of issues and it was just like mm-hmm. a lot of grief with her also. And then there's the family rejection, and then it was just, oh, it was just like a lot of stuff that she was telling me. I don't even want to get into mm. it, because it was just like, Right. What? Well, no, it's okay. It's okay, because there's no names involved. The other thing I'm picking up, and, and this doesn't mean it's somebody who passed to it, but she's giving me, this person that passed, a message. Who's got kidney disease? Who's got problems with their kidneys? Somebody uh, in your family father. die of kidney disease? My father. I'm sorry? My father. Your father, Keisha? Yes. Your father has kidney disease. Yeah. Okay. Did, did he have He's a transplant, dialysis. or is he on dialysis? He's on dialysis. I'm sorry. Okay. He's on Do me a favor. When I, okay. When I read you, just say yes or no. Okay. Because it gets okay. too crazy. I'm not trying to be rude, but that's how I do it. And I, you can hear me talking faster because my energy's speeding up. So that ooh, this person's here of me just validating that they see what's going around because I was feeling kidney disease and dialysis. So you said your father is on dialysis. Is he waiting for a transplant, or he's not capable? Of, they're not going to bother doing it. Does no. he have diabetes? I don't. Also? Oh, I don't know. I don't think so. But I don't think so. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. No. All right. But okay. So that's just a validation that your friend is around. Okay. See how it works. Mm-hmm. It's you know it's not going to go on about. I can't, I'm not going to sit here and say, oh, your father's going to die. Your father's going to get better. How it's old just is your father? You, uh, oh, sixty. Oh, he'll, he'll be fine. I would see him 59. I would see him 59. He'll be okay. You see, I re- you know what, Betty, to be honest with you, I usually don't get into the medical thing. I just Betty's Betty's my friend just came on the show, but I try not to get into the medical aspect of it, you know, saying if they're going to be all right or they're not going to be all right because I don't really know sometimes. But, if, 
Okay. Right, that's okay, Betty. I just want to let you know we usually don't do that with them. We just tell them oh, just to validate that we see it. You I know? just have a feeling. I just have a feeling. That he's going to be okay? Yeah. Okay. Don't get mad, Betty. No, yeah, because you know, I know one guy who was saying he'd been on it for 20 years, dialysis. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. i got a friend that's been on it for years. You know what, yeah. Keisha? I have one mm-hmm. kidney my whole life. I've been living with one kidney. Really? Yeah, you can live with one kidney. I mean, they watch I didn't me know that, because they Peggy. Don't. Oh yeah, I've had one yeah, kidney my whole. I don't have the right kidney. Whole life, though. Oh my goodness. Yeah, my whole. Well, they. Okay. Uh, it was sound. I'll tell you the story real quick because it's not what the show is about. When I was in my twenties, I had severely high blood pressure since I was a teenager. They said it's getting ridiculous. We don't know what's going on. They did all these tests and found we only see one kidney. I said what? Hmm. And they did more tests and more tests. So they said I was either I didn't wasn't removed. I was either born with a left kidney atrophy or something happened to me. Where the, something happened with the kidney atrophy, but I've been living since I've known at least 20s, maybe even before probably, with wanting my right kidney my whole life. Oh, maybe but you because they don't know that. what happened maybe to it. Yeah, but because they didn't know what happened to it, they had to watch me because if whatever happened to that one happened to my other one, then I would have to go for a transplant. Uh, oh, so, yeah. But I, it's, I've known for 40 or almost 40 years that I have one kidney, so I've lived this long. But when you're on dialysis, that means both kidneys have failed. So they have yeah. to do the cleanse. I was also in the nursing field. I didn't have home nursing care business. so, And yeah. um, I know about it. So mm-hmm. no, the, the kidneys aren't working. That's why they do dialysis. Mine at least is working. I I tend to have more fluid than most normal people in my body. Like a lot of my weight can be fluid because of having just the one. But you can live with one kidney. Like you can live with one lung, you know. Uh, and, yeah. and too bad they. Thank God they didn't give me two mouths. Cause can you imagine if I had two of those? So I could live with them both. So I have to joke in between. Answering yourself. Forget. It. I would have to. I would have to do a second talk. I would have to do a second talk show because <laughs> one mouth's bad enough with this girl. Okay. <laughs> I have to show humor too to show you you can survive. Instead of you know? seven to nine, it would be seven to eleven. <laughs> oh, well, seven? Yeah, why not? I'll throw a slurpee in. <laughs> Seven <laughs> Eleven, you know. <laughs> what the heck? You want a raspberry? You know. <laughs> yeah. No, I just kind of show. Well, I, I've always been like this, and 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 mm-hmm. they went going through hell, and I'm not gonna lie, the human side of it's been hell with my losses, because yeah. it was not. Yeah. I don't put yeah. one child's death over another, but my children suffered terribly with their disease. Um, yeah. It was genetic, and they had good times, but there at the end, it was terrific. My daughter needed double lung transplant my son needed double lung and liver transplant it was horrible and they didn't either one get them you know but i'm not going to go into that in other shows that we've talked about the illness and what have you and here i've had multiple sclerosis my whole life and they had cystic fibrosis so i was a sick person taking care of sick people it was a rough road it was a rough road but i'm a i have the tiger survivor and uh and i i I give my credit to the lord yes she is she's very strong People say it. I got my. I told you I had a meltdown tonight before the show. I sat there for no reason and started crying. Not that I'm well, whacked. I just had a rough couple Because you're human, Taggy. You're human. That's, yeah. Yes, exactly. You gotta lie yeah. yourself for that time to to break down. Oh no, yeah. I do. I do, but I haven't done that except like going to the two funerals I've been to in a week. In what less than two weeks, both of them. Uh, I cried mm-hmm. there, but I just sat and I went to eat and I and I knew I had to come home and do the show and. All of a sudden, I've started thinking it because it's that time of year. Mother's Day is coming, and my daughter actually died on Mother's Day, like I've said a million times. 
And I started thinking, and this week's a rough week because many losses, May, April, May, and significant. And uh, it just all hit me tonight again. So that's that's what the show is about, going through the five stages of grief. That's bulldunk. <laughs> yeah, I'm not going to say the uh-huh. other word because we have ministers listening to the show, and I'm I'm a very I'm a Christian. Sometimes the words slip out. I'm I'm not perfect. God forgive. You know, and, you know the um, other the other weird thing is when um I lived found out I was living next to you. Oh yeah. When Meg and Michelle were little. Yeah, I know. We we've discussed that. And I, gave, yeah, I gave Betty's, you Michelle's. Close, so close, yeah. Yeah, now we talked that about. Yeah, Betty seemed to like. We grew up in different towns. We went to cosmetology together. That was, I went oh. into that, and then I later on did nursing. And that's that's how Betty I met. The bus used to pick three different towns up on the bus to take us all to cosmetology <laughs> school. So, but then awesome. I got married. I was pregnant, having a kid. She had just had a daughter. I come outside in the town I grew up in, where she didn't live. I come outside. She moved next door to me. We didn't know we were next door neighbors after all those years. Uh, we just, over the years, her and I kept bumping into each other. It's not like we yeah. saw each other. I mean, we've known each other 40-some years, 46 maybe, you know, 45, 46 yeah. years. But we we didn't hang out like when we were younger. We did here and there, but not like we didn't see each other for like years sometimes. And, yeah. and things happen, you know. When I got yeah. in touch with yeah. you was when I you happened to. Yeah. Yes, yeah. that's what it is, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah exactly. Yeah, I she saw me in the newspaper because I used to do a lot of. Um, I did a lot of fundraising yeah. for cystic fibrosis research. You know, I was even years yeah. ago on Regis Filman's show with with my story. Uh, back in the uh-huh. '80s, they asked me to be on TV, and um, this is long before I wrote books or had my own radio show. It's just all the work I was doing to help other kids oh, with you're cystic a celebrity. fibrosis. Okay. Yeah. Not really. <laughs> Look at me. I'm <laughs> no, no, I'm no, I'm kidding. No. <laughs> Beauty school dropout. No, no. <laughs> I'm a fucking comedian. Well, you have some celebrity in your blood. Okay. All right. Well, if you want. You know what? Guess what? I go to the bathroom just like you, honey. I don't look at myself like a celebrity. I got a best-selling book. Go. People go, oh, the big shot now, bestseller. I said, I'm just pegged, dude. You know, I don't, I don't believe in celebrity. I don't believe in it. Yeah, okay, maybe people know who I am now, but with this mouth, could you not? <laughs> I sound like Sylvia Brown, who I didn't like. You know, I do what she does, but I really oh, do I it. You know, I don't take pay for it. <laughs> No, yeah. I'm just me. I don't. I don't look at celebrity status. I, you know what? Yeah. If if no. my big mouth, I, I used to say to people, God gave me this big mouth for a reason. Now I got a talk show. He gave me the big mouth to get the word out. You know, and it wasn't just to yeah. aggravate people because I know I get on people's nerves. I get on my own nerves sometimes. <laughs> it's pretty bad. <laughs> you know? Yeah. No, I'm. You're funny. No, all kidding yeah, aside, yeah. I I she use is, this mouth to get the riot. word out. So funny. Well, she thank you. You see me naked. No, you don't want to. No, no. no. <laughs> <laughs> Told everybody I was going fatty dipping this week because I can't skinny dip, you know. So, <laughs> it's all good. <laughs> yeah. Now we got to just. I'm just teaching people how to survive, and they they have a place to yeah. come here. It's a, now seriously, where the show is about letting your feelings out when nobody else wants to hear you because. People don't realize mm-hmm. the real grief doesn't start till after the funeral, and everybody goes home and they go back to their lives, and you're left to live with it. Yeah, Whether you've lost a friend or a child yeah. or a parent, and you live with it the rest of your life. And 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 I'm going to tell you something, and I've said it a million times, and people get mad sometimes. Grieving is hard for everyone, but child loss is a whole different category, and I can say that because I've lost mm-hmm. my husband, I've lost my parents, I've lost a brother. They all hurt. It hurts like hell. 
Uh-huh. You lost your children? <laughs> Whole different category, uh-huh. honey. Whole different mm-hmm. category. I struggle every day with it, every single day of my life. Uh-huh. It's terrible. Tonight it hit me again. Yeah. You know, it's, you know. Because but I just, I'm honest. They're a yeah. part of you. They were a part of you. Well, they came from you. They were a part of you. Well, that's, that's yeah, true. That's, 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 that's always, always connected. That void in your heart. Yeah. yeah, you want them back. Yeah, you haven't felt nothing. Of course, nothing and I fortunately get signs. Yeah. I get signs that I know they're around, but I tell people that's not the same thing. I still want to yeah, hear my son's engine boom and coming right. up the driveway. I still oh want to hear my, my daughter yelling at me, telling me what a witch I am. Not a witch, <laughs> like a witch, like witchcraft, because yeah. I don't believe in that. I'm all of God. Now, you know, I, I'm using the word W instead of B, because she was, you know, right. she was my daughter. Right, right. Just because they were sick, I didn't treat them any different. We fought. We, we I disciplined. Well, they she was young, out. Too. They went to the room. She was, she was what, 20? Hmm? Uh, she was almost 30. She was almost 29 when she died. Yeah. Really? My daughter was almost 20. My son had just turned 22. My daughter was almost 29. Uh, yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. But, I mean, our life, our, during life, we didn't, she was diagnosed at three. My son was diagnosed at five days old. And oh. I did not treat them in many ways any different. I mean, they had they had to go to the room and they got nasty. You know, they uh-huh. they were grounded. They, they were yelling. We did everything yeah. every normal family would do. Yeah, you know, we right. you can't be any different when they're sick, you know. Um, right. Yeah, there were times where I have to honestly say I feel bad for my two middle boys that are, they were well. They did not um, inherit the, the, the disease because that's how it works. It's kind of like sickle cell, Tay-Sachs, and cystic fibrosis. Mm-hmm. They're all the same way, the hereditary factor where, you know, yeah. both parents got to be carrier. Not every child will get it. I didn't know any of this, even right. doing nursing. They don't teach on genetics, you know, back then. And there was no testing back then, so you just you live with it, and you had to make every day. And I looked at it, look at I looked at it this way: we all come to live to live at one point. We all die at some point. I was not going to yeah. look at them dying early, or because you know what, we all got something to do here, so you can't treat anybody any different, you know. And there were times that my other boys felt, uh, you know, not to sound like you know whining or anything, but I'm being honest. My boy's still in the middle, too. It's like it was always making Mark, always making Mark. Well, they well, had to go to the hospital a lot. Yeah. They had to go to the doctors. There was medication. Yeah. There was special doctors. Yeah. So, of course, there's going to be anger there, too. I've, I've had a, mm. People think now that they've passed that my life can go on. My other boys are still hurting. They're grieving. They lost their brother, father, and grandfather all in nine months right. a, few, a couple right. years ago. All in nine oh, months. My Oh, yeah. In nine months' time, my husband, my father-in-law, and my son all died within nine months of each other. Uh, and and I was caring for my husband and my son dying at the same time. My father-in-law was in Florida. It was a different story. But So my other boys have lost three generations. I've said it a million times on the show. People that normally listen are probably tired of hearing it, but oh, well, don't listen. But <laughs> it's reality. You know, so yeah. I still have to deal with the emotions. I mean, my son that lives in Carolina... Uh, at the moment, he's not talking to me. I still go through stuff. He's mad at me for something again. You know, I still go through stuff. I got another one home that doesn't talk to me at times too. You know, we still. I'm still a normal mom. You know, it, and it's it's hard. It's hard. I, I give it my all. You know, but I still go through the same crap that everybody else goes through. You know, and I. That's why I want you know to do the show and let people know. Maybe I talk too much, but I'm I'm showing you I'm real. I'm real, and and I got you real volunteer? feelings. And maybe you huh? should like volunteer. You should volunteer around this this time 
to kind of help other people, you know, go through. Honey, you know, what, I don't know, like what my show's about. Or wait a minute, oh. wait, 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 oh, honey. I'm sorry. Honey, I mean, like me, in me. person and dealing with people hands on. Honey, you know, I, I did that all my life. I just told you, uh, Keisha. Okay. <laughs> that my show is a volunteer. I don't get paid. <laughs> Let me tell you something. Okay. That's what my show is. <laughs> right. I, I, now listen. Hello. That's my show is volunteer. No, I heard I don't that. Get paid yeah, yeah. And but I did. And honey, I, wait, 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 wait. I, 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 oh, okay, go ahead. Keisha, let me stop you again. That's what I did my whole life. I did before my children's yeah. death. But I'm, I'm pretty much crippled. I'm crippled from. I have multiple sclerosis. I'm sick. Oh. I can't okay. go out and do this now. That's what I wanted to explain. Oh, I didn't know if you realized that. I'm sick oh, myself. No, I didn't. Okay. Yeah, I have multiple sclerosis. Yeah. And I did all my life, I did volunteer work doing stuff like that. I still do. Uh, I have, a, besides the show and writing my books, I counsel other grieving mm-hmm. parents privately. I okay. also have other groups. I also have a fundraising site for um, kids uh, for a Wish Foundation. I do toys for uh, tots for well, for kids that are sick in the hospital for the holidays. So I do a lot of that work. I do do that work. It's just that oh. I, I'm retired and I'm sick and I'm almost 62. So I've done all that already. <laughs> so I, I didn't know if You're you realized that. You're not 62 yet. Yeah, uh, close until enough. September. Oh my gosh! Well, anyhow, I'm close to sixty-two. I'm old, and I've got multiple sclerosis. I can. This is about all I can handle. What I'm doing right well, I'm now. I'm gonna be sixty-two too. <laughs> yeah, but I'm just explaining. She's telling me I should go out and do it in per- I do. This is what I'm saying. Yeah. I've done it, you know, yeah. my whole life. Yeah. But now, because of my illness getting the better of me, the radio is what yeah. I do to help heal. People yeah. call yeah. me. I counsel them. So I do. do I right. do hands on one on one too. So I do do right. that. Mm-hmm. Okay. And that's why I was on TV, because I did that my whole life since I was 19 years old. I've done fundraising and, and helping people and money for research for the diseases. So I, did, I was out there with the public for my whole life. So And I did that's nursing for my whole life. That's how yeah. I got in touch with you after, what, a few years. I yeah, she saw us on order. Yeah, we covered it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so. Yeah, some of the work I was doing back then. Now, I've done all that, hon. I just said I'm too old and too sick now. But I'm still going, you know, and I can, and what yeah, I got yeah. left to me at this age and with my illness, um, I can do the show to heal, heal people. I can still talk to them on the phone or Facebook privately or, you know, go to the hospitals and raise those toys every year, you know. So I do do things. Yeah. But, you know, yeah, no, I do it. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah, yeah. So, honey, is there anything else you need to keep? Keisha, is yeah. there anything else you did? You have somebody like really? Have you you have children? Did you ever you never lost a child, or do you have children, or did you lose a spouse? Or, I have. have uh, you, I actually have three girls and one boy. I'm opposite from you, and um, they're oh, under wow. the age of twenty. Yeah. Um, oh, wow. I did cool. lose one child, but I think I was like only a couple of weeks pregnant, and I lost that oh, one. Oh, okay. And, well, a loss um, is a loss. I didn't. Huh? A loss is a loss. Yeah, yeah, I grieved over it for like two years. I couldn't talk. I mean, I, I, I really, yeah, I don't even ha- know why happens. I grieved over that child so bad. <laughs> it wasn't even a baby. It was a psycho. Well, <laughs> you know what? Yes, they are. I don't care what they say. That once you're conceived and you're pregnant, it's a baby. It hasn't yeah. totally formed yet, but it's still that soul is there. So you're going to be connected to that child. I, I belong to many grieving groups. I have my own grieving groups, and we have a lot of people. I don't just deal with people that have, you know, or, or parents that have lost kids to cystic fibrosis. I walk illnesses, suicide, drug overdoses, miscarriage, uh, you know, a lot of things. 
A child's yeah. loss, I mean, yes, we all go through our hurt in our way, but a loss of a child is a loss of a child. You know, there's no time um, limit put on it. Uh, you can, you could be a 70-year-old woman and have a 15-year-old, 50-year-old, and die. That that's you still lose your child. You're still gonna feel the same. You know, it's still your child. You know, it's not the normal uh, situation. Cycle you know, of life. The, the, yeah. No, cycle of life. Exactly, exactly. It's not the norm. You know, and that's why it's such a different type of grief than all the others. You know, right. it's just not. It, it wasn't supposed to happen. Because because the child, tell you, the, the parent is supposed to go before the child. Exactly, exactly. Yeah. And it's yep. not expected yep. for the child to go first. And it's, yeah. uh, it's, yep. it's shocking. Well, Keisha, I, I hope I didn't talk your ear off, but I, at least you got a little piece of knowledge <laughs> of your friend that passed. And, you know, and the validation was that they were showing me the kidney disease. I mean, not everybody has kidney disease. So it's, I get, it may sound like a stupid validation, but... If uh, they came out and said, "Well, but is she okay? You smoke, is you smoke a cigar, right? huh? <laughs> is she yeah, okay? What? Is she in the place that she want to be? Is she in the place where she want to be? I don't know. Of course, you know what? When they pass, they're they're it's total bliss. I don't care what anybody says. Okay. It's total bliss. They're in heaven. They're mm-hmm. in heaven. Yeah, I think so. they're in heaven. Yeah. Once they leave here, the, the the feelings change, and you know that's one thing I want to tell people too. When you get a reading. They come through sometimes with the personality they had here, but they're not unhappy over there. Whether they committed suicide or whatever, you know, I don't believe in damnation and things happen. Um, uh, God God is of love. God is of love. God is love. And once they're back home, because that's where we all came from. You know, my mother used to say to me, because I used to have panic attacks as a kid, I said, I don't want to die. My mother goes, you weren't afraid to be, but you could be hardcore. You weren't afraid to be born. Don't be afraid to die someday. That's how she would say it to me. And it's true because we came from there. And yeah. I'm more afraid, and I tell people yeah. on the show, I'm more afraid of living. Living's the tough part. Yes. I don't want to yes. go yet. Yes. I don't want to go yet, but living is the tough. Living is the school. Life is school. Peggy, that's exactly how I feel. Oh, God. And a lot exactly of people do. That's We're here to learn something because the only way I can relate, especially as a parent, too, you know, if you have children, they go to school. We sit, we sit, and we teach them things here, and they do right or wrong. Well, God is we're, we're all being disciplined. We're, look at it this: we're all in timeout here. That's the way I look at it. We're, this is timeout. Earth is timeout. We we screwed up somewhere. We didn't learn the lessons we're going to learn. We had to go to timeout. And that short amount of time that we're here on Earth, that's timeout. It doesn't care if we. 80 years old when we go, or whatever, we go back. It took he's, us 80 years to learn the lesson, to bring us back home again. He's giving you a so chance to do with your life what you can, be it good or bad. Well, not, you know, not even, I, I don't, I wouldn't say even be good or bad. I think it's all to learn a lesson because we all screw up, mm-hmm. but none of us were, believe in the Lord, right. you know, we're all sinners. I don't care if you're behind the pulpit, we're all still sinners. We give our life to oh, Jesus or... You know, um, I'm not putting anybody on either, if you're Jewish or whatever. You know, there's one God to me. You know, God is God. God is a loving, forgiving person. You know, he's a, well, I don't know, if a person. I, yeah, of course, we're made in his image. He's a person. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I, I have to talk to myself yeah. sometimes. I said this myself, self. <laughs> no, but he is. And I feel, yeah. you know how we feel like sometimes, um, I posted a video on Facebook yesterday. It was so cute. These two little boys 
got into paint cans and they were covered from head to toe in paint. And their father came home, found them in the shower sitting, and they're acting like they I did. Saw, yes. It's hysterical, <laughs> Keisha. But that's kind of like, and it's kind of like the synopsis of what I'm trying to get across of us. We we're, we're, we're all caught with our hand in the cookie jar here. We all screw up. You know, yeah. yes, we make mistakes. Yeah. The difference is when you come here and you, the, I forgot who does it because I'm not a scholar here, but um, the the thing of uh, the word of insanity, we you, you make mistakes and God forgives. But when you keep repeating the same mistakes and thinking you're going to get different results, that's when you've got a problem. That means you're not learning yet. Mm-hmm. So you take whatever mistakes you make, and we're still going to make mistakes. Whether you've given your life to Jesus, that's, we all, you know, I love Jesus. I love God. You know, even through what people, you know, I've been through, people say, how can you even believe? Because I know they're real, okay? I know they're real. You know, I know God has a sense of humor. We're created in his image. That's why I'm a goofball. You know what I'm saying, too? <laughs> you know, we're created in his image. The guy's got to have a sense of humor. But he's also a parent, like we are. And we know uh-huh. we get pissed at our kids, plain English, when they do bad. Yeah, okay, so maybe it's a little ticked at us. We come here, we're here in school to learn the lessons. We're in timeout. That's the only way I can tell people. That's what I feel. You know, you can go with your own gut, but that's what I'm feeling. So don't be afraid of life. Go live it to the fullest. Even with my MS, it hurts like hell. I'm miserable at times from it. There's days I don't feel like getting out of bed, but I do. I do. There's some days I can't. But I'm not going to sit here and feel sorry for myself because, you know what, I don't have the little violin anymore, you know? I threw it out. Got rid of it, you know? I play the cello now. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> you know, just say, oh, get the violin out, you know. But no, it's just make make the best of who we are. Yeah. Make the best. Do the best by your children is my advice to you. And there uh, are anyone. people worse off than. Yeah, there is always going to be someone. Than we I mean, are. I don't know who could be much worse off than me at this at this well, moment, done. You know, but no, what I'm there, saying, there, there are. are. You know what? I can still walk you with know? a walker. It could be worse. I could be yeah. totally in a wheelchair, which I was at right. one point. Right, or ha- her But I'm not no going to feel sorry for myself. Or arms or anything. And yep, and I'm uncomfortable. I, I have pain yeah. and or I hurt. But well, anyhow, I Annie, Keisha, I hope we answer your question. Call me. You can hang on and listen to the rest of the show. At the end, you can go to my archives. All my shows are archived forever and hear yourself on the radio and see what you get okay. out of it. Okay? Right. Is there anything good. else I can Thank help you, you with? So much. Bye, God bless you on every no. every Tuesday night, honey. Right. If you want to tune in, we do all different subjects. Okay, all right. Thank okay. you so much for taking God my bless. call. Have a blessed bye. night. Okay, right. thank you. Bye. Okay, bye-bye. Uh-huh. bye. Bye. Okay, I'm gonna put her on hold. We got some other callers here. I have um, area code nine five four six eight zero nine. Let's take this call and see what they want to say. Hello, Hi. Carla. What's um, your name? First, first name and only, and where are you from, please? I'm Mary. I'm calling from Florida. Hi, Mary from Florida. Sunny Florida. How are you? Uh, well, are you doing readings tonight? I just turned on the show. Well, it, you know what? I explain to people, my show is about Sandra Love once tonight. Our show is about grief, if you want to vent or whatever. And I'm not a, a intuitive that goes and say, oh, I'm going to do your reading. If they come to me, something comes to me, I give it. And it usually does. So how can we help you? What would you like? Who did you lose? Or is there someone you want to connect to directly? Yes, I would. Um, my I'm seeing an aunt. Wait a minute, let me stop you. What aunt, aunt, aunt? An aunt? Something to do with an aunt? Yes, a very close aunt. Okay. Uh-huh. Oh, okay, that's what I'm feeling. I'm feeling her already. Okay. Oh, really? Okay. Wow. 
Yep. Yeah, I, that's why I had to stop you, because when they come, they come like a powerhouse. And I wow. said, well, I'm not feeling the mother, I'm feeling an aunt here. Okay, wow. so it's the aunt you wanted to connect with. Okay, sometimes I'm pretty good. <laughs> I'm not always great, but... Closer. So, uh, I just lost her recently, not that long ago. Okay, let me see, and let, let me tell you, and your name's Mary, right? Mary, uh-huh. just do, and like most intuitives will tell you, okay... Just say yes or no because we don't want to lose the information I'm getting from them. Because we we, okay. we can eventually talk a little more, but I want to be able to get the message to you, okay? And okay. I'm not trying to be rude. I'm actually, I'm trying to help you. Okay, I'm going to see if we can pick up her name, okay? I may not get the name. I may get an initial. I may get somebody like a grandmother that's with her initial or name. Okay, let me see if I can pick up on your aunt's name. And she died recently. I am seeing an wait a minute, don't tell me anything. I am seeing something with October. Was it a birthday or anniversary or it could be your birthday or anniversary here? Who what um, was the October? No, she died the yeah. end of September. Okay, September what? Um uh, of this year. No, I know, honey. What date? September what? You said the end, like like uh, post October. 20th. September 20th. Okay. okay, hold on. Hold on. And she had nothing. Did she have? Did she have children? Yes. Did she have a child that was born in October, or was her anniversary in October? They give me strange messages. I'm I'm the puzzle intuitive. I call uh, myself. Not sure. I'm feeling something with October. I mean, she, yeah, she died close to October, September twentieth. But well, I know I'm feeling something in she October. liked that month a lot. I know that October, she liked that month a lot. Okay. And well, I have a okay. grandmother who was born in October. There you go. Was that her mother? No. Okay. The initial okay, this is related to her. Wait a minute, Betty. Let initial. Me wait a minute, wait a minute. I'm sorry? Did you say the initial? No, I said Betty, that's my friend that's on the phone right now because she gets, you know, she's never really done this on the show before with me. She just called in herself tonight, but she picks up things too. But I'm trying to get, I'm zoning in. I'm sorry? Yeah, Yeah, I don't know yet. I don't, you got to slow up, honey. You got to back up. I'm still working on the October thing. Okay. She's giving me something. You said she liked the, this is, uh, get a pencil and paper if you got it. Because if something you Okay, if you don't understand it, write it down. It could mean something later. It usually does. I'm feeling in October. It doesn't have to be, but you said she liked the month of October. Yep. Was it because of these fall being the fall time of the year that she that liked October? That was one reason, yes. Okay. Um, she really into Halloween or something? Yeah. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. Okay, she... Okay, why was she so into Halloween? In a weird way? No. she Well, okay. she uh, helped a relative uh, in her store put on a, uh, like a Halloween production every year for the kids. See, there's the October and connection. There's the validation. When she yep. came to visit my family and myself, we always um, uh, got dressed up and either went to a party or give trick-or-treats. It, it was just, it was always celebrated. Okay. See that? See, that's the October. It didn't have to be a birthday. So when right. I say that, like I said, I'm the puzzle intuitive. She's showing me October, like, what's the big deal with October? And I'm thinking she either yeah. died, it was her birthday, kid's birthday, but she's showing me October, like like Oktoberfest type of thing. 
you know, it's like, wow, bam, you know, getting all excited. So that we got Unless her. she was planning uh, something in October that I didn't know about. No, you just, we, you just, that would, honey, Mary, hear me out. That's the validation. You said she loved October. She liked the festivities of it. So that's yeah. the validation. Yeah. You don't have to even read any more into it. Okay, let okay. me see if I get an initial on her. I'm seeing something with an L. Uh, now, it doesn't have to be her. It could be someone related to her or something. Laura, Laura, Lenny, Laura, Laura. Let's see what I'm getting. Is there a connection with an L name? There's an L, which okay. would have been another member of the family on this side. I see On B. her side? It's a what? Member of the family on this side that she was close to for a long time. And it starts with an L? Yes. Okay. Is that female? Yes. Leslie? No. Laura? What? No. Well, no. tell me the name. It starts with, she's showing me oh, L for some reason. Linda. I'm not getting it. Yeah, I didn't know what if is you it? wanted me to. Linda. No, it's okay. Oh, Linda? I was just going to okay. say Linda. <laughs> oh, were you? Okay, Sorry, well, I was yes, seeing the L name, and I wasn't... In, and I, I wasn't listening, but Linda, yes. Uh-huh. Okay, I was feeling the L, and I was hearing Lori, I was hearing this, and she's saying, no, no, no. And I'm like, okay, but I was feeling the L, okay, the connection with her. It could have been an S connection. Not everybody has a Linda, not everybody has a Lori, not everybody has a Lucy, you know what I'm saying? Um, but I was feeling the L connection with her, so that's another validation. I'm was getting that her a B, B. definitely. Definitely her daughter. Her daughter. Her daughter. Barbara? Bonnie. Yeah. What was I it? Bonnie? Saying, I kept feeling B. B. Yeah. Her daughter. Okay, that's her daughter. And granddaughter. Okay. 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 Did they call them, okay, what's her name, Barbara, but did they call her Bobby? No. Okay. That was just a guess. That's not a feeling. I, she got the B. I didn't. I got the L. Okay, let me see what else. Who who loved cats? Who loved cats? She did. I do. My mother. Everybody. Oh, like, like a cat lady. Too. Like a crazy cat lady. <laughs> okay, well, we're talking about... We're all cat people. Okay. Okay, okay. She was showing me all these cats roaming around. So she's yeah, validating. She's the... These are the validations. Yeah, she fed Okay. Me. Have you gotten signs from her? Um, Have you found things in odd places and say, oh, can't be, you know, thinking coincidence, which I don't believe in? Uh, the Have only you... thing um, possibly that happened I'm not sure of um, yet. Because, the penny? <laughs> um, one of my, well, because one of my neighbors just lost his wife uh, in March, and she right. loved flowers, and my aunt loved flowers, and a red rose petal drifted between us and landed on the ground. Okay, and you felt and like it was a sign. We were trying to figure out, you know, where they came from. I said, "Well, it's pretty recent, and I'm going to give it to you." But I okay. wondered, you know, okay. it, could be, it could go either way because it, it, there was a lot of significance with my aunt and his wife as well. Okay, with the rose, you mean? Came from nowhere. Yeah, just okay. out okay. of nowhere. Yeah, that's a sign. They come uh, with butterflies, yeah. and my book is called "Rainbows, Butterflies Along That Sug." And they oh, yeah. come and, you know, you get rainbows, you I'm get butterflies, uh, you get all kinds things. of things. Let, let, me, let me see if I can pick something else up. Um, that, that might have been hers that I say. Okay, hold on a second. And then Betty, I'll give Betty a shot after this. Um, 
she had, okay, she had an unusual, tell me if I'm right or wrong or if somebody has it, she's showing me, and I, when I close my eyes sometimes, I, it's crazy how I see things. It's not like I hear voices or what, it's just crazy. Um, I'm seeing an unusual mirror. Did she have an unusual mirror in the house or something? Or somebody? Do you? Unusual mirror. Like... A mirror. Whether it's on a do door or on a dresser. A what? Oh. It's just an unusual looking mirror. A mirror. Um, a mirror. With like an eagle Yeah, on I know top. what you're saying, but I'm trying to think what would be unusual... Um, I know she had mirrors. I have a, a sort of a a sculpted mirror, but I don't know, mm -hmm. you know, if that would be something significant or not. Well, everybody's got mirrors, but I'm saying an unusual, something unusual about it. Mm -hmm. Huh? It, it, it doesn't ring a bell real strong. Oh, okay, but okay. There's something with the mirrors or something. Maybe you saw a reflection in a mirror sometime, or she, you seen a reflection. You thought you saw somebody, or I don't know. Something well, with the mirror. She's telling me unusual. Something unusual. Yeah, I'm writing it all down just in case anything comes up. Okay. All right. All right. Betty, you brought up an eagle. Is, is there an eagle significance? Betty, um, you said eagle, right? Yeah, about the mirror around. Uh, Uh, gold, not really gold, but gold around it with an eagle or a bird on the top, a beveled. Well, I have a, I have a mirror. I wouldn't. It, it's not an eagle, though. Yeah, it has, something like it's gold. It, it's got gold around it, but there's no eagle. But um, mm -hmm. it it fell. It came down a while ago. A couple weeks ago, it didn't break or anything. It just came off the door. But, um, okay. That's your, there that's there you go. There's a validation again. But then okay. there was a lot it, of it's not, going on. It's there, not there was, an eagle, This is what I'm trying to say. So she might have been seeing oh, the eagle because the thing... Wait, let me, let me back up. Let me explain the validation, okay? You said it came flying off the door or whatever, yeah, it right? it flew off the door. So she's saying oh, eagle, I had somebody, eagle, eagle I had fly. workers coming in and out, and it might have disturbed it. I don't know. No, honey, I know that, but do you understand the significance of the eagle? It oh, yeah. flew, flew. So what she's seeing eagle might have, the significance and in the, in the, in the validation is that it just flew off, meaning flow. You yeah. know, eagles fly. Okay, that's yeah. how the validations um, work. And, I'm, and she's showing me something with the mirror okay. happening and that she had something to do with it. That's all. Oh. Whether the worker did or not, she had something to do with it. Within her family right now? Say what? There's something going on with her family right now. Some disturbance. About real, is something to do with real estate? Money and real it, estate that she done? It could have to do with money. It could. I, I don't know. But there's so, there's an upset, and I'm not privy to knowing why. I'm not asking. Well, I'm most at most. One of the, the 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 one of the worst parts with the grieving process is there's the always anger. fighting over money and and what's left and whatever. Exactly. Um, I do feel some commotion there. That yep. uh, this one thing, this one, uh, well, it's mine because I did more. Or am I right? Oh, yeah. One's feeling that they did more than the others did and said you shouldn't get crap, mm -hmm. right? Right. Yeah, that's mm -hmm. what I think too. That's my yeah, okay. Well, that's 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 no, normal in the grieving yeah. process. That's oh yeah. Normal. That's oh, normal. Yeah. 
That's I've normal. It. It'll be resolved. It'll be resolved. It'll come and it'll work out. But right now, you're going to have all the BS with it. You know what I'm saying? You're going to have the, the, the petty garbage going on with that. Mm-hmm. So just, that's not unusual. I just so just chill with that. Report. I got an angry retort directed at me, but I don't think it was anything. Who's, uh, okay, okay. She's giving me a name now. Tell me if I'm right or wrong. Uh, I'm, I'm seeing a Robert. You used to be before. I'm seeing a Robert. Who's Robert connected to you? Uh, nothing to do with her, but I had um, my first love in uh, high school, the very first person I ever truly loved. His name was Robert. He was killed tragically many years really? ago. Oh, maybe he's coming around with her, because a lot of times that's what they do. They come through. Was he killed well, on a motorcycle? they in the same town. Oh, that makes sense now. Okay, that's why I'm hearing Robert. Okay, validation yeah. again. I'm I'm seeing something to do. Okay, hear me out. Uh, you said he was killed tragically. I'm seeing, I don't know why, whether he was killed on a motorcycle or he had a motorcycle. And I'm seeing something to do with the railroad, the train, something to do with the train. Am I right with this trains, motorcycles, something going on? No, he, he, no, that's not he, how okay. he died. No. Okay, did somebody work for the railroad or did somebody work on motorcycles? My uncle, her father, was a railroad engineer. There you go. There we go. <laughs> See how it works? Uh-huh. Yeah, okay. that's where that came in. Yeah, and they, we always lived close to railroads. Okay, so she was showing me the railroad, and I'm, but I'm still seeing something to do with a motorcycle. Did somebody ride one? or? My uncle, her brother, had a motorcycle, and he's in spirit as well, and he cracked it up one time, seriously. Okay, but okay that's why I'm getting, they're all linked to the same side. I'm getting the motorcycle, yes, and I was getting the Correct. railroad, and I, I didn't know whether it was an accident with a uh, train hitting a motor. I'm just seeing motorcycle, and I'm seeing railroad. So the motorcycle was her brother, right? The motorcycle was her brother rode the railroad. And her father worked for the railroad. Her father was an engineer, my grandma. Okay, there you go. Okay, so that's mm-hmm. more validation to you. She's around you. Absolutely. She's around you. She's yeah. just letting you know. Yeah, like I said, I'm the puzzle intuitive. I don't come out with the normal saying, well, they're sitting there and they're doing this. and then I don't do it that way. They just come to me. We put the puzzle yeah. together, you know. Right. And I was feeling very strongly with the railroad, and I was feeling Robert's letting you know he's okay, that you said he was killed tragically, which led me to the railroad and to the motorcycle, too, meaning that they're all coming through. Okay, Mary? Yes. And, and everybody's and fine. One, yesterday, yesterday mm-hmm. I received two boxes. Of okay. her belongings, and one is large, one is smaller. I have not opened uh, jewel- them yet. Is something jewelry? Okay, okay. One I of the am boxes- seeing. Yes. Is jewelry? Yes. One of the boxes okay. has jewelry. I'm what, told. When you open that box, and I don't know if you remember, I am seeing. I'm seeing. I'm not going to say it's even expensive. I'm seeing something. I don't know why she's showing me this. Like maybe there may not, and maybe something you will find. Or maybe in that box. Let me know. Well, the you show sure back they're not. Now. You know, extremely. There's not gold and silver. I'm sure they. No, 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 no. That's what I'm trying to get a point across. I'm not trying to be rude. Okay. When they come through, I got to no, say it because I will forget right, and they will I know stop. They, I know they. Okay. Were this thing. I'm seeing. Okay. Can I? Let me finish. There. I'm seeing like a black. Almost like a cord, a necklace with a black cord tie on it with some kind of like round pendant. I don't know if it's in that box or it was hers or she wore something like that. It was big, 
almost like maybe like a cameo or something, a tie to a black cord, not even to a chain. Does that bring any memory back, or do you um, know what she wore? Possibly. She did wear cameos, and she had exquisite taste in, in her um, selection of costume. And I was okay. told... Yeah, it's every cousin, costume. It's costume. It's costume. Yeah, he costume. said he selected some of the best. Of what she had. Okay, yeah, I'm saying, I'm saying, I'm not even seeing a chain. I'm seeing a black, uh, like a silky look cord with a cameo, of a large cameo attached Sounds to Sounds like something she okay. wears. Yeah. Okay, did, validation did again. Did she have a, a sweater or a, a blouse or shirt or something that you liked? She had a lot of beautiful clothes, and I don't know what is in that box. It's a okay. very big box. Something's in there, some piece of clothing that she knew you liked. Okay, okay, uh, top, a top, okay, top, a sweater. Uh, a she sweater had or a, a blouse. Mm-hmm. Okay, because I, I'm not, none of her none of her relatives uh, are the size that would wear, and my cousin mm-hmm. knew that. And he knew mm-hmm. I, we dressed the same, we dressed a lot the right. same. So, so um, yes, yeah, so she would give it to you. She would yeah. give it to you because okay. she, or and she it was she, she didn't have a chance to select anything she didn't know this was sudden but uh, people would know that you know oh yeah she would want it okay well so we, we we got some mary we got some validations here so you know that she's i mean they all make it to the other side and i i laugh i mean i shouldn't laugh at other two and say oh we have call, to cross them over they got more energy the way we they, they've got more you open the box oh. i'd like to know what kind what what piece of clothing oh yeah well, what i'm doing okay, anyway. i was I was getting rid of a lot of other old stuff and making room and clearing out boxes so that when those came in, I could uh-huh. put those in a special place where I could not just tear through them but sit alone. Right. Not right. only well, she definitely showed me the cameo, and I'm like I'm saying it's costume because it's it's got yeah. a black cord. There's not a chain on it. It's a black like a black. I'm looking cord at the, I would be looking at the things not just for the value of them or to see. Uh, right, exactly. But to yeah. feel mm-hmm. her, to feel mm-hmm. her energy. I know. I lost mm-hmm. my aunt too, and I was very close to her. Extremely, she was like my second mother. And, yeah. Well, that's why I said that's the first thing I came out with. I, I I didn't even see mother. I said aunt. It popped right out. Right. She, missed, she was you know, like she a second mother, so she joined yeah. my mother. Yeah. And and like I, Mary, at the end of the show, well, my show's archived. You can go back and listen in case you didn't did miss something or what have you. Yes, uh-huh. they're archived okay. forever, so you can always. And Tuesday night, we're always live. You can always call in and oh, let us good. know what and you I'll find. I'll tell another you, friend that I talked to today about your show because yeah. uh, he's very on. much interested, and I'll tell him to call you. And too. I also, like I also told you, I'm an author. I have a best-selling book on Amazon. You can get my Kindle for three ninety-nine. You go to Amazon. Rainbows, butterflies, yeah, rainbows. and one last hug. Butterflies. Rainbows, butterflies, and, and one, one last, last hug. Yeah, oh, you can read the wonderful. book. It'll show you some of the signs. It's about my life, and you can for three ninety nine. You can download it right away. It takes about two hours to read. It's my whole life. Uh, book. Book. Uh, I have only four other e- books coming out. Is that an ebook? Mm-hmm. Yes, you can get an ebook. You can get a hard copy. Might as well for three ninety nine buy the ebook. They make all the money in it. It's not about me making money. They make. Money. You know, I I don't my cousin writes <laughs> ebook. Just like the hardcover, I love to read. Oh, do you? you, know, well, you can always download it, read it, and and and, yeah. and buy the hardcover if you want to. Whatever, 
you know, okay. but if you want to read it to see if there's any validations that helped you through the grieving process, that's what I wrote it about. You know, in the beginning, it tells my history. Okay. I don't know if you'll get bored with it because it was written kind of for the people that I grew up with here in uh, Western County, New York. But it kind of I've explains my life. And then once you get past that, it goes into the signs. I'm huh? a I've always wanted to write connection, a connection with Mary. I don't know if it's because you're Where from Florida. I, I yeah. don't know. Uh, because uh, my aunt, I grew up in upstate New York. Yeah, you're my aunt did too when she moved to Florida. Wait a minute, really? wait, I want to hear this. Mary, where, where did you grow up? I grew up I grew up in upstate New York, and I used where to go to Lilydale. You know where Lilydale, okay. New York? Where, yes, I know all about Lilydale. I'm not that far. Where, where in upstate New York did you live? Like in Dutchess County? Oh, uh, Erie County. Erie County, oh, okay. Because be, be, Betty's up in Dutchess. I'm in Westchester. Hmm. It's still wow. cold up hmm. there, isn't yeah. it? Well, no, actually. Well, not really. No, no, it's 70 degrees today. Beautiful this past no. weekend. No, it's, <laughs> yeah, it's been in the 70s. Today. It is getting hot. Yeah, uh, no, it was. It hit 70s here this week, thank God. And I live right on the Hudson, so it's. I have a beach oh. house, you know. It's my house oh, right on the beach. Oh, my. So. Oh, that sounds wonderful. It. I'm five well, minutes it was, it was, it's nice, except for I was one of the victims of Hurricane Sandy, so I just got back in my head. Oh, six oh, months in a hotel. I was down here in Wilma. I was down here in Wilma, and Wilma was downplayed, and it turned out to be a major hurricane, and my mother mm. was seriously ill in the hospital. And oh, I was oh, in yeah. a blackout in my apartment for about three weeks. And well, I had three feet of water in my house. I actually had to live out of my oh, house no. for six months. Lost everything I own. A uh, year after I lost oh, my husband and son. No. Yeah, yeah I've, I've had major losses. I've lost uh, two children, and my book oh. tells about that. And I have four other books coming out, like I said, and it's to help people through wow. the healing process. To show that all of them are still around. Turned it into into a healing process for others. That's wonderful. That's mm. what I'm doing. That's what I'm trying, Mary. Well, I have another caller, honey. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, I, I'm going. No, it's okay. No, go ahead. Go ahead, honey. Go ahead. I was just saying, I just made a friend in September, and she just, uh, I mean, I made a, a friend who, uh, in September, and she just passed away in March, and it, it was very oh, wow. sad because we Well, I just, I, I've just i lost many, but I've lost my next-door neighbor who was like a brother father. I lost him two weeks ago, uh, and they were like really there is. during when my son and husband were dying. They were wonderful to me, and we lost him, and then this past week, uh, a friend of mine lost her six-year-old daughter. So oh it's been God. constantly getting slammed. I've lost two nephews, uh, one in September. I lost one two years oh. ago, two of my oh, children, one. brother, sister. I, I know. I, and that's so why I've done this. And, yeah, you've lost a short span. It's hard, especially when they hit one after the other. They all roll into right. a big grief and you just... Constant, it's, it's constant but, with me. It's nonstop. It's yeah. nonstop. I've lost uh, two friends. I've my home this year and move. And it's been a year of losses. It's, it's well, I'll tell you, 2001, me. 10 months before my daughter died, because I also lost my daughter, too, uh, on Mother's Day 2002. Ten months before that, oh I my lost goodness. my home to foreclosure. Yep, and then I lost almost, lost everything I owned after my son here with Hurricane Sandy. I had to restart all over, including my memories, pictures, everything. So oh, It's that, been hard, but we got to keep positive. we got to keep positive. Yeah. That's what I keep yeah. doing. You know, that's what I try to do always, with the show always and writing. I remember and, one day we'll, we'll be reunited wherever they are. You know, we pray that's that we'll what my be show. That's, long that, that, that's what the show's mm-hmm. about. That's what I try to teach people. We're all here to learn. <laughs> We're all here on a they're plan. Not, they're not in our past. They're in our future is what somebody told me. 
Yeah, yeah. No, they're part of the past, but they're the bigger future. You know, we we got yeah. the memories and we continue on. So that's what I. That's what yeah, my show is really about. That's why they, we get the signs. When I go yeah. through the box, I'll let, I'll look specifically for those items, and I will let you know. Oh, honey. Yeah. And call back in. You can go to what? Uh, like I said, you can go to Amazon and 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 get my book or the Kindle or both or whatever you want to do. And you have how you know coming out, right? They're they're there. I've been a bestseller for two years on there. Oh, good. There's a hardcover, soft cover, and the Kindle. You can get ebook, anything you want there. You can get all three, however you want to do it. Okay. I'll check it out. I thank you so much. Okay, Mary. Thanks for calling. We'll we'll talk to you soon. And let us let us know what happens. God bless you. Many blessings. Okay. Bye bye. Have a good night. You too, sweetheart. Bye, Mary. Okay, I'm gonna put you on hold. Okay, we have one more caller, and I know who this is. And we've got about 13 minutes left. Okay. And this is Trish from New Hampshire. Hi, Trish. Oh, hi, Trish. I remember Trish. Hi, Trish. You how are you doing? Yeah. Good. How, you how are doing? you? Sorry, I, I we we had we started at a slow beginning tonight. Thank God Betty came on because I was starting to get a lost. I knew what I was going to do. <laughs> and then all of a sudden the board lit up, and then everybody's in the chat room. It's like okay. <laughs> so what's going on? How are you tonight? Did you hear any? Did, did you hear the beginning of the show at all, or? No, you won't believe it. I got so talking to Scott, and then I forgot it was, you know, I was all, like, ready for it at, like, six. Then he came right. in. Yeah, I was forgot, and I had to do the dinner, and then I'm, like, sitting here, like, not even doing anything. I was on the bed sitting, and I got on Facebook. I looked at some pictures of my granddaughter with a soccer, the little three-year-old, and mm-hmm. I was out taking in by those and writing a few things. She's cute, da 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 da. And all of a sudden, I went, "Oh my God, Peggy Show!" And I like went, <laughs> <laughs> well, "Listen, you know it's archive. You can hear it anytime you want. So no biggie." Yeah, it started like, yeah, about you know just people coming about grief, and we're down to the last twelve minutes of it. And my Betty, my friend's on the phone. Actually, I'm going to see Trish this summer up in New Hampshire. Betty lives close by now, so Trish, when you come out here to visit, which you will. And we're going to do New York. Uh, Betty, me, and you are going to hang out. What do you think, Betty? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> How's that sound to you, Trish? It sounds good. Where does Betty live? I Betty lives in the county are. above me now. I remember you. She lives like maybe about 40 show. miles from me now. Yeah, yeah she's close, not that far. So we'll all get together when you come to New York. Yeah. You know. Yeah, yeah. I actually so, come to born and raised, but I've lived up here for quite some time. Born, you know, raised. Yeah, she was kids. born and raised in Connecticut. Yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. So she wasn't that far from us. And Chris and I met through our. She lost her son a year ago, so we met through our grieving parent groups and uh, yeah. helping each other through it and what have you. That is seventeen so, uh, months. Seventeen months. Yeah. yeah. I'm coming up to believe it. Thirteen years next month for my daughter. I can't believe it. Be thirteen years, just four for Mark and thirteen for Meg next month. Yeah, yeah. I can't even yeah. imagine. Like, cause I, I sit here and think, wow, I feel half dead already. I can't imagine if I live to be too old. Holy crap! Yep, yep. I see it. I, I, I said on the show tonight. I had a, I went to KFC tonight, not to advertise them, but I, I didn't feel like cooking them. So I went there. They get the five dollar meals. So Dan and I got dinner for ten bucks. And I, I sat there, and I decided, I'm going to sit in the parking lot and eat it, and I'll bring his home. He can always heat it up because he doesn't sit anyhow. And I'm sitting there, and all of a sudden, I started crying. 
I and I haven't done that in a long time. I think it was all the stress of yeah, the neighbor and the little that. girl. It's good to oh, let no, no, it I out. do it. No, no, right no, yeah. Betty. I know. I've been doing it my whole life. I do do it. It's yeah. just it just came out of nowhere tonight. I didn't. What I'm yeah. trying to say, it was unexpected. It was totally unexpected. Yeah. I'm like, I, know, I can't I believe I just broke too. down. I know. Well, just out I of the pool. I'm a strong Irish, very strong girl. I come from seven, as you know, the youngest. And many obstacles as a child, Down syndrome brother who we had the sign language, she couldn't speak at all. Um, my sister who had cancer very young and my uh, brother who I lost young with the sugar diabetes, he was diagnosed very young. So I had a lot of diversity, but uh, this totally just like, holy, you know, whoa. Like, this is yep. different. Like you said. Yep, with his son. Yep. It is totally different, you know. Yeah, you have some you can't. people that just, I don't know. They just, you know, some people just expect you, like, they think you're supposed to just, I don't know, I guess move Snap on. Snap out of be, it. Well, and and, and it's, yeah. it's really weird because that's what the show was about tonight. It was like, the screw, I'm going to say it, screw the five stages of grief. There ain't no, I mean, there may be, but you you get back into certain stages. And you're never going to be 100%, and people expect yeah. too much of us. And that's what well, my show was about tonight, to try to make them yeah. understand it, you know? They, it. They, just, I mean, I'm they don't get it. And I went in a store yesterday, the same thing, like you said. Now, I swear, yeah. I saw this woman. Now, this woman yeah. has two boys. My daughter dated her older son, and my son Ryan played baseball with her younger son. And right. so I see her, and I'm thinking, oh, God, you know. And so I just kind of went into the lane to get rung out, mm-hmm. you know. And she went right. out of her way. It was nice of her to come over, but at the same time, I was, you know, not to be mean, but I think I was just trying to avoid the whole world. Because that's mm-hmm. what it feels like. When you lose a child, you just want to avoid, like, the world or something. Are, you want to mm-hmm. put a blanket over your head and just, like, shut the whole yeah. world out. I know. I do it. I, I still do it. Going, so always, my whole life, going, and, how are you doing, you know? And it's like now yeah. I'm like, well, don't talk to me, please. And yeah, so, yeah, like, oh, I, I have days like that. It's like, everybody, please just go away and leave me alone. Can I, you know, can it's I, like, ask, well, can I ask a question? Sure. Do you ever feel like it was your fault when you lose a we child? We all go through that. That's called death guilt, yes. We all feel yeah. like, but it's well, not. I, it's all part of God's plan. They're meant to go and they're meant to go. That just my mind. Uh, you know, do you, do you ever do feel, I ever like, feel oh, like, it? did I do something wrong? 17 or, months no? today. I have literally, every day for 17 months, I cry every day. And I say to my son, oh, my God. I go, oh, my God, Ryan. Like, I just said it today that my friend that called me from Tennessee, and I said to her, you know, I said, it's really my fault. I said, but it's not. But it's not. It's not. Remember that curse we talk about? It's not. In my case, it is. Now, come on. I, I know for a fact because... My son was already halfway in his truck. I mean, he was in his truck just about all the way. He had one whole half of a minute onto his seat because it was a big high Dodge, you know, Ram. And well, do you know that, what? Let me tell you something. It, it, it would have happened in his truck. That that was his time. Yeah, Rich, I'm telling you, it was his time. It was the older metal Dodge. He would have drove over that boulder. He could have drove right down where he crashed. He never. He could have four wheeled it. So I have to take, you know, I know that if I didn't give him the keys to the Mustang convertible, he wouldn't have been ejected out of the yeah, room and got killed. But you know what? If is that little two-letter word that means so yep. much. 
Yeah, but, but you can't take the blame. None of us can take you, the blame. No, I, I, no. I've said things. Maybe I should have went to a different hospital. Maybe I should have done this. I should have done. We all go through that. That's something that yeah. happens. I guess we we like to we like to feed our pain by blaming ourselves. Sometimes it's yeah. almost like uh-huh. a cutter. It's almost like people right. like do that cutting or something. We're not to blame. Well, it's all part of God's plan. This is one of the points I try to get. You know, people to understand, even though it shouldn't happen. You know, whether it was my kid's way or your kid's way or however it happens, it was all part of the plan. And I, uh-huh. that I don't know. Even being intuitive, I tell her, but I have to wait to see God about that one because that's the part yeah, I, still don't, I'm, get. I'm I don't, still don't get. Yeah, I'm going to question him about that. <laughs> I don't get it. I'm going to talk to him. He's not going to like either. it. <laughs> oh, you and He's I gonna are going to gonna be no, up no. there. Yep. Both our mouths yep. going. Oh boy. <laughs> oh my gosh, forget it. Forget it. No, but I'm serious. I don't have the answers to it, but that's this is my yeah. own feeling that from all the people I talk to and the feeling I have the intuitive feeling that it is really all part of the plan. That's what I try to teach people with the show. To stop well, the lesson the guilt, you know, and they say if it wouldn't be one thing it'd be another because it's uh, you know, like all you part say of the plan. part of the plan. But I'll tell you this, mm-hmm. sometimes I think to myself, wow, if I ever knew this was part of God's plan, I probably wouldn't have yep. planned on being a mother sometimes because as much enjoyment as it brought me, like this pain is just unbearable. It's it's really, it's actually like... I oh, I like know. I was feeling it tonight again. I was feeling it tonight, and it, and it was just felt, and even though I lost my neighbor and, and I was very upset about the little girl that passed, it's been uh, a week of hell, a couple weeks of hell again. I totally just focused on Meghan Mark tonight, and I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm looking around to see if anybody's looking at me. I'm like, oh God! I just, I'm sitting there taking a bite into the chicken. All of a sudden, the tears started. I was hysterical. I'm like, yeah. oh my God! But it felt good to let it out. And it's not that I hold it yeah. back because I do cry, you know. But it just, it just came out. I said, okay, I needed, I needed to release this. It's probably good. I went to KFC. I was going to cook. I had uh, somebody got a striper the other night and gave it to me. I was just down there. They they did it for the hunt, but they said, you want it? I said, bring it on. And I was going to cook the striper, and I said, I don't feel like it right now because it'll last, you know, two days in the fridge before I cook it because it's fresh, you know. So I said, no, I'm going to KFC. But it, there was a reason, too, part of the plan. I wanted to go to KFC because if I stayed home and cooked it, did the show, I might not have broke. I needed, I needed to let that out tonight. I did. So that's all part of the plan. I needed to to, to release, you know. And yeah. it just came out of nowhere. I was just sitting there eating. All of a sudden, I started thinking. And I think about them all the time. But all of a sudden, whatever happened tonight, I'm telling you, the tear, I just like, oh, my God. And it, here, here I, I go. The, the waterworks came. Isn't that weird? It's how weird it just, how grief oh, works, you know. Out. Yeah. yeah. And people think because I do the show and I'm intuitive. I don't do that. Of course I do it. I'm human. I have feelings, you know. Yeah, I'm not that strong. I avoid, <laughs> I avoid places sometimes. I avoid places at times, like, say, Walmart, because I'll see Ryan's friends and, like, a girl he maybe dated or whatever, and I, it's just that that's what happens. I'll, like, start. And I'm not, you know, I think you're right about the trigger. We're almost done with the show, but you know what? I think that's what happened tonight with me. You know, it's funny you said that, because right before I cried, a car that looked like Mark's race car went through, but it was red, and it was the same style of his uh, Honda. Right after I saw that, when the tear so now you're right. There was a trigger. It was a trigger. That was a trigger. You know, I'm glad you, Chris. I'm glad you said that because it was a trigger. I saw that car right after I started crying. Yeah, people really, and that's why I do this show. To let them know there are trigger points, you know. Yeah. There are trigger points. But listen, girls, yeah, uh, listen, we're down is. to like 
I just want to let you know we're down to two minutes. I'm getting the the eyeball here on the screen here. We're down to two minutes left of the show. Um, I, next week I don't know what we're going to do. I haven't. Um, I might see if I get my um, uh, Ask the Angels girls on because remember the one got sick and had to go to the hospital and they have their own show. So I'm going to see oh. if I can talk to them and see if they'll come on next week because I have nothing really planned planned. So I'm just kind of you know doing my thing. You know what I'm saying? Oh, so, you excuse me. Yeah. You made it through such a sad time for that little child. That must have been a hard one on you, huh? It was hard yeah. because I was yeah. feeling, every, and I'm still feeling, because I'm still talking to the family, and they still haven't, um, the reports aren't backing it. They still don't know what, and the mother's in the coma still, so. But I, I don't want to talk about that on the end. It's such a little body, you know? though. Like, that's, that's the saddest part, little kids. It, could, it wasn't carbon yep. monoxide? Uh, honey, I gotta, I gotta, I'm getting cut off. I'm getting cut uh, off. i got uh-huh. 90 seconds left. Chris, uh, thank you for calling, and I'll talk to you in a couple days or a day or two. Yeah, I'm still kind of trying to catch up the stuff here. Betty, I'll talk to you. we all got to get together. I want to okay. thank all my listeners. Betty, thanks for helping tonight. Chris, thanks for coming on. Mary and okay. uh, Keisha, everybody that came on tonight, thank you. And thank we'll be you. back on next Tuesday night, 7 to 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. This is Peg. Okay, Peggy S. Emanisi, signing off from Signs Your Loved One Send Us. Have a good night, everybody, and a good week. God bless. Good night, guys. Bye. Okay, good night. Bye.